This week on The Zone of Truth, Griff and I welcome back Ellard and Eli of The Dice Crisis to discuss some new happenings with their show, debut a new segment, and of course, answer some listener questions. I'm your host, Steve, in the studio with your GM and my co-host, Griffin. Roll a will save. You're in The Zone of Truth. Bang. And we're back. <laughs> back with a bang, yeah. Back with a bang. Oh, that'll make sense later. Yeah, that, that joke will pay off, I promise. I'm surprised you started right off the rip with it. I was thinking about putting it into the intro, uh, just inserting a bang somewhere, um, but then I got too nervous. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, didn't, really... didn't want to fuck, I fuck up the intro too much. You already, do. So yeah. I didn't want to, you know enter some more free radicals into the into the uh, into the intro It'd fucking fall apart in a heartbeat that intro to get all banged up no take a bang to the head um all right let's do some housekeeping get that over with <laughs> okay are you drinking anything uh oh yeah we do that too um i am drinking a beer from brew dog this is called a downtown fruit farm it is a well actually i don't know if that's the what do you think the name of this beer is? Is it Juice Shack or Downtown Fruit Farm? Ooh, that's tough. That's that's tough. a strange can. I was going to go with Juice Shack just because that's a way better name than Downtown Fruit Farm. But truly, who knows? Because both names are equally as large on different parts of the can. It is a tropical milkshake IPA, and it is pretty good. However, confusing. What about you, Griff? Drinking a lemon white claw. Less confusing. Yeah, that's pretty straight down the barrel. Bang. All right. So. <laughs> You gotta stop. <laughs> All right. So um, this this episode comes out the same week that the Bestow Curse podcast is going to be dropping our first three episodes on June 4th, Friday. How exciting is that, Griff? Very exciting. We're already done recording it. Did you have fun? I did have fun. Did you have fun? I had a lot of fun. Wow. I think everybody should go listen to that right now. Yeah. Or maybe after this episode and after they listen to the Dice Crisis. So in a little bit, but they should probably go listen to it. The cool thing is you can subscribe now and then the um, the episodes might automatically bang into your podcast feed when they drop on Friday. Yeah, it'll be like a little IV drip of bang every time one of those episodes comes up in your feed. Yes. Little bang to your data package. There you go. Um, besides that, we got we got another little announcement here. Next Zone of Truth Live is going to be Saturday the 12th. So check that out. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but besides that, hey, you know what? Let me throw on some music and let's invite our guests, okay? Sounds like a plan. All right. So I'm playing a little Sirenscape today. This sound set is the Undermountain Forest. And the specific track we're going to be listening to is River. All right. So, returning back to the show, our fan favorites, Eli and Aylard of The Dice Crisis, a 1E actual play podcast which takes listeners through classic Pathfinder Adventure Path, Second Darkness. They're good friends of ours, fellow members of the FFSC, and have just recently launched their own Patreon to bring more great Paizoverse content your way. Welcome back, Aylard and Eli. Hey. Hey. Thanks for having us. boys? Dude, I'm just banging around, you know, (laughs) bangarang. Bangarang in the back. Mm -hmm. I don't even want to start yet. You guys drinking anything over there? Uh, I have a nice little beer on me. I'm drinking a Petal Pounder from Inbound. It is a mango hibiscus saison. 
Because of Ooh, the state nice. of today's show, I'm waiting for the fuel to the to the fire, as you might say, because I'm just drinking water until we get the segment started. Yeah, some mm-hmm. say the bang to the combustion end. Yep, don't want to bang up the seal too early. <laughs> bang. Don't want to put the the bang before the horses. Yeah, that's yeah. You know? They say yeah. You, you never want to bang the horses. Yeah, don't put don't. the cart before the bang. There's would be a lot worse things you could bang. Too many, too many bangs in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Um, how have you guys been? <laughs> oh, doing well, doing well. You know, honestly, it's been good. How long has it been since the last one we were on? Too long. Well, that was a really a while. Yeah. A while. Has it been? Has it been a year yet? Or is it like? What was that? <laughs> I think that was the sound set. Yeah. <laughs> just shrieked at us. Oh my there god. Was weird that one in there. Oh, oh, it was a monster. I'm glad. I'm glad that. Why the is this river, river so scary? Happen, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this river's filled with river drinks. Oh, uh, that's worrying. You know, it's gonna be a startling episode for sure. But yeah, I did actually recently listen to the episode. I should know the number because I wanted to hear how we did. We it was all right. We did good. It was good. We were <laughs> hilarious. No, it, it was really fun. It was really fun. It, it, if I remember correctly, it was maybe around the end of book one for you guys or beginning of book two in your own campaign. That sounds about yeah, I believe right. That was, yeah, it was yeah. episode eight. Hard to tell. Uh, we 30 is 40. Didn't oh. really address a lot of campaign things. So it's kind of hard to remember. It's probably coming up on a year then. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Easily around a year. So we'll be back next year as well. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a year the, by year basis. <laughs> If GM Happy Hour had its year anniversary, then it's probably been a year. That's true. Because I think yeah, we had you on right around the time we started doing that. That would have been. Yes. That would have been true. Well, hell yeah. Well, that's great, man. Uh, I, I guess I, I do have this in the agenda just in case people are picking up this episode and have not heard you before and don't really know who you folks are. Can you just do a quick reintroduction of yourselves to, to get this started? Yes. I am Allard LaRue from... <laughs> the Dice Crisis podcast. <laughs> I, I GM our little group uh, playing set. You, you said you, you had a great intro that covered pretty much everything that I could say. Um, I got I it. really stole his thunders. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It, it, no, he was being a good host, and I appreciate That's it. A, a good introduction left little to be desired, but we start off in the uh, city of Riddleport, and it's a, it's a crime, crime-based, uh, crime-based city for the most part in the beginning, so you get a little of that... Uh, espionage slash crime feel to it and as it evolves it kind of becomes more high fantasy so tickles a lot of bases that you might like to see and some uh, un- unexplored in other campaign areas that uh, you might want to see as well easiest way to dodge any spoilers uh-huh. <laughs> and we definitely take it a little off the rails here oh there. yeah you know if you like blackjack and gambling in your TTRPGs you'll love it episode one has, has live one. blackjack <laughs> <laughs> And the episode zero will give you a much better lay grounds. We thankfully did one of those after we had recorded a good a good while and uh, put that in, and that was a that was a good introduction. Explains it in much better detail with all of our characters and stuff because it's a it's a whole hoot nanny of a town right off the bat. Yeah, we're a good we're a good year and five months in, so right around we just we just put out episode seventy five. Yeah, we're marching our way to one hundred. Yeah, seventy five, man. Yeah, very exciting indeed. So, so right now, where where are the characters at? Where, where actually are you book wise for for those uh, people listening at home, wondering where you might? We are about mm, a quarter of the way through book four right now. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Okay. So, so past the halfway point. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, the yeah. Um, we are in the mud. 
<laughs> they're they're in the shit is all I can really say without just blatantly Getting telling banged me around, what's going you might on. say. Banged around real thing. Oh yeah, they're they might be deep 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 banging. Deep banging. I don't, don't say that. I don't have any any, any jokes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Banging deep. I like the direction of the AP so far. <laughs> they're deep. Book four, you start deep banging, so you know, come check it out. Mm-hmm. Last- I, I bet after yeah I mean with that description after this episode drops uh, I'm assuming that your downloads are going to <laughs> absolutely skyrocket alright I'm, I'm interested <laughs> is, is the name of book four actually deep dicking in the dark land I think so I think that it's uh, it's it's a, a, a bang below <laughs> a bang below <laughs> a bang above a bang below beneath the in, into the bang lands I believe as above bang below <laughs> yes all of these are different titles it goes by. As a bang, so bang. I wonder if anybody at home has guessed what the segment we're going to do is. No, they haven't figured it out yet. We're lighting off it. fireworks live. You're going to love it. <laughs> <laughs> we're testing out indoor fireworks. We're seeing how well we could continue to record a podcast when none of us have fingers. You know what a podcast sounds like at a firing range? You're about to. <laughs> bang, bang. We Fortunately, we were able to all get together in person. Yep, and go to, to a fire, fire range. range. Yeah. Distance. And it's Memorial Day weekend. We're lighting it up. Yep. <laughs> we we met halfway between Columbus and Minneapolis. And yeah, we're out here in the middle of the woods. Uh, everybody's, I don't even want to say it. I'm what, trying to think guys? where that even would be, like Illinois. <laughs> yeah, maybe Illinois, Gary, Indiana, maybe. <laughs> go to Gary, Indiana. Indiana has a lot of banging in it. Get, right? me- yeah. get, get a good meetup at the firing range in Gary. Well, you don't have to go to a range in Gary. No, we yeah. have to. That's our meeting point. <laughs> we met at we met at a shooting range, and now we're we drove uh, into the middle of the forest. Didn't walk there. We drove our cars into the middle of a forest. If this episode's description doesn't start with "live from Gary, Indiana's firing <laughs> range," <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this is the truth. Bang! <laughs> Starts with a bang, ends with a bang. Yep. Uh, all right, yeah, well, well, great to have you back. It truly has been been too long. We love you guys. I think you love us too. I don't yeah, know. Absolutely. Don't really know we are so stoked uh, to be here. Yeah, stop putting bangs in their mouth. Yes, yeah, stop, <laughs> stop banging my mouth. If you allow me, I'm, we'll, ba- we'll bang so with our own mouths just fine if you let us. <laughs> I think we might be taking this a bit too far. I haven't. I can't tell you that though. It's only five minutes. I'm having a real difficult time getting getting through the agenda today. <laughs> How's that All transition right. game going to work when everything's bang related? Hey, everybody. Um, I know we've all been banging at home for the last year. So uh, what have you been all doing to uh, keep yourself sane while you bang? Um, Griffin, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, I've been I started watching MODOK. It's really good. It's on HBO. It's a HBO exclusive. It's got Patton Oswalt as MODOK. And it's kind of like a better animated robot chicken style show. Okay. okay. Uh, but obviously with Modoc, the and it's an official Marvel show, so it was weird that it was on HBO. I think because it's definitely adult. It's kind of like uh, the Harley Quinn show, where it's like, you know, TVMA or whatever, and like they can throw fucks around as much as they want. Weird move for Marvel. You don't really see that from Patton that. Oswalt is great. <laughs> I do <laughs> love Patton Oswalt. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it's just a hilarious show. I highly recommend it. Otherwise, I've been deep in the uh, in the music and sound effects game because of Bestow Curse. 
I, uh, I actually, I mean, I'll put another plug to your Patreon. I haven't used them on the show, but I've gotten a lot of inspiration from the $20 tier for the Dice Crisis. You get access to all of their sound sets that they make, mm-hmm. uh, which mm-hmm. is a huge chunk of uh, audio, and it's really good. And, and yeah, it'll be feel. forever growing. As long as we yeah, keep forever growing. As long as we keep making it. like my bang. And just to, just to put a little bit more detail on that, if you're on that tier, you have license to use that, that music however you please. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we, we're going to get there in a minute. We got a lot to talk about about that Patreon. Uh, but, Ailer, what you been doing? Uh, recently, I just downloaded the game uh, Biomutant. You heard of that oh, one? I've been wanting to play that. How is it? <laughs> it's pretty fun. It's really fun. Um, I can see where it might get a little bit tedious on some of just like the repetitive type quests. But like they, I, I think I heard that it was made by like a team of 20 people. Yeah. And it's it's a huge game. Really, really good um, like character customization. There's like six classes and six little like weird little mutant races and stuff. And you can, the there's the weirdest thing, their customization of your of your character and its stats is like on one of those circle wheels that you can like drag a point around to anywhere on it and you see your guy your character just like morph to fit a different kind of oh he's intelligent so his head gets bigger he's strong so he can buffer (laughs) so you can just like make him really like skinny or just like normal baseline stat or total et (laughs) yeah it feels like a it feels like Kung Fu Panda in a post-apocalyptic world that has ended a couple times, and now there's uh, there's weird toxins and shit everywhere that is bio-mutated things. Yeah, they describe it as a post-post-apocalyptic, and I thought that was so fun. They're like, oh, well, post-apocalyptic is too burnt out of a genre. Let's throw another post in front of that. Yeah. Got a lot of depth to the crafting and the fighting mechanics, so I think mm-hmm. it could be... I'm like I'm probably like ten hours into it so far. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. What are you playing that on? Is that that PC game on the console? I have it. It's a PS4 game, so I'm playing it on the PS5 though because I don't know. I I have one. <laughs> Lucky man! Wow. Dude, I, How many I diapers did you have to sell it by that? Luckily, my buddy who lives in a smaller town, he he was able to scoop up a few at the store, so he he sold one to me. <laughs> That's the dream mm-hmm. right there. You go into the store and they're not like, hey, you can only get one of these. Yeah, he like, was able- I'll just buy six. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> he was able to get like three, I think. Wow. That's, okay. Yeah, that's rare. Mm-hmm. Wow. Otherwise, I've been deep into YouTube cooking shows. Mm. Really? Yes. Are, are you learning to cook or, or what? Just watching them? I kind of have always liked cooking shows. My dad was kind of big into cooking shows and stuff, but recently mm-hmm. been trying to, to cook more and like actually learn it but some of them are just funny like have you ever heard of maddie matheson no <laughs> look up maddie matheson he's a he's a riot and he does he has like eight different cooking shows on youtube other than that epicurious uh pro home cook <laughs> uh there's one oh, more i can't yeah. think of i thought you were gonna say epic meal time i was like do not no. cook any of those <laughs> Yo, only the best no. quality cooking shows like epic <laughs> meal time <laughs> that would pair well with our later segment I think. <laughs> probably yeah that's yeah. that's me so far right yeah. now the only the only cooking show i watch on youtube is this i guess comedy series oh, um, you know have you guys ever heard of henry's kitchen no i don't know <laughs> All right. so it is um it's it's this show it's this comedian 
Henry Phillips, who is filming himself at home, um, making a cooking show, but it is uh, really, it's like deliberately low budget and like deliberately poorly shot and stuff. (laughs) Um, One of of the first, uh, and he just like struggles to make things and he's not a good cook. So it's like, it's like depression meals. Yeah. Can't hardly make those. One one of my favorite episodes was one of the first ones. He has a chili recipe for eight, but he's a lonely man who's cooking for only himself. So he's trying to do all this divide everything by eight math on the fly in his head to make a single serving of chili. <laughs> it gets like a burnt ring at the bottom. Oh, yeah, it just like burns. That's hilarious. Oh my god. What's an I, eighth I of a tablespoon? Highly recommend no. it. Very funny. What was it called again? Uh, Cooking with Henry. Uh, Henry's kitchen. Henry's kitchen. Yeah, take 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 a watch sometime and let me know what you think because okay. I truly enjoy it a lot. And they're only like five or six minute long episodes; they're quick. Oh. Um, but you won't learn how to cook. No, that's okay. <laughs> Some of them are just just for entertainment. One of uh, Maddie Matheson's ones, it's it's kind of him doing a cooking show, but he doesn't really show you how to do it. He just kind of puts it together, and there's funny antics and weird editing kind of choices and stuff like that. It kind of feels like a, a cooking show mashed together with like an Eric Andre style uh, production. <laughs> like a little bit of surrealist humor yeah. sprinkled in with your like kind of. Yeah, you'll be watching and be like, is this like a little fever dreamy to you? Do you feel like you're just a little high a little <laughs> just bit. watching this? <laughs> a little bit. It's funny I think Hendry's Kitchen gives off this vibe sometimes too. 100%. <laughs> when he has the lady over. <laughs> oh, I I could never watch that again. <laughs> that one kills me. All right. I mean, we oh, could Glenn spend and the full Singer, hour. You got me with Henry. We can, we can <laughs> spend the next hour recapping episodes of Henry's Kitchen. Uh, no, that's for next time yeah, so we can time. catch up. Next time, <laughs> yeah. we'll, or the segment will be bring your, your own Henry's, Henry's Kitchen recipe. Yeah. We have to and try we'll our own. Try it. Uh, banging with Henry. Banging with Henry. Banging with Henry. Um, how, how about you, Eli? What you been up to lately? Honestly, uh, it's it's been a while since we last hung out. So the the big change in my life is I'm taking a sober break. So great to be on the HLP as a as, as a as a, as a non drinker again, repping for the TDC with uh, some non drinks. But we are gonna get uh, weird about it. I still have some liqueur spirit things behind me that are. Uh, zero alcohol and stuff so we uh we we got some things to work with but that's been my big change so you know doing things like nature and all those reading journaling that type of that type of life filler stuff is uh been what i've been doing to keep sane <laughs> that rocks man good for you it's Hell been yeah. pretty nice pretty nice going from where i was i and i wasn't even uh this started for me as just a little like oh i'm just gonna take a month off to see how i feel and i just haven't started drinking again it wasn't like i'm gonna stop drinking forever or anything it was like tempted tonight even to go i was like should i go in tonight i was like i'll get i'll get wrecked i'll get wrecked <laughs> that game. <laughs> uh, not on the night with the bang yeah, set, set a bad example too for all the all the community of people that are like hey super proud of you, yeah. <laughs> super proud of you. <laughs> be like yeah don't well, catch that new zone of truth um <laughs> i had to be drug off of set <laughs> We could only be so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I swear we'll get there someday. I, at, at con, at con, bet I'll I'll drink with you guys. Cons are coming back. That's right. Down to Origins this year. Woo! Yeah, that's the one in Columbus, right? Yeah, it's a Columbus con. Heck yeah. Share Definitely a table will. so we can take nap breaks in between. 
We'll just split is, split table jobs. Have they scheduled that one yet? I believe it's in October. I think so. Yeah. That's when yeah. my birthday is. Does that mean tables it's are still Steve's grabbable? Birthday. Whoa. It's Steve's birthday <laughs> weekend. It's really? Yeah, remember? We were like, oh, Origins is... Or maybe that was last that year. Was last yeah, year. maybe right. <laughs> I think it's still in October. I could be wrong. It might be September then. I got a September 26th, so that's that's my birthday. Hey, so it's pretty close. <laughs> I think we might hit a birthday. This I don't know. We're going to hit a birthday. Origins will probably hit I a birthday. I swear to God. It's September, October. You're almost guaranteed to hit a birthday. <laughs> New Year's right, babies. Well, uh, here's what I've been doing for a while. Um, all right. So I've been watching this, this television show on Netflix called Alice in Borderland. And let me tell you guys, that show fucking slaps. It's so good. Um, it's basically like a live, it feels like a live action anime and not just because like it is, you know, it's, it's a Japanese cast with Japanese director and everything, Mm -hmm. but they do take one. I think it is based off of like a a, a manga or a graphic novel, but like they very much gamify reality and it fucking rocks. It's the, the story of these, these kids that get, or teenagers that get teleported out of reality into an alternate reality Tokyo where everyone's gone and people have to participate in um, these like I guess saw like games but aren't quite as like tortury to buy more time in in the world and interesting you would love this show it's so good that sounds really Um, good but the the stakes are always super high um, a lot of the the games kind of end with that. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like that kind of like towards the like the end of the anime feel, where like the character like takes a second to think about it and like figures out the opponent's oh, yeah, move, yeah, yeah. or like, yeah, like he, it all comes together in this really cool way where the music swells and you see like the realization, and then it works, and it just nice it just cinematic. hits the right buttons for me. Yeah, it's good. There's it's live action. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, like the 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 action's great. It's it's really well shot and produced. I really like it. Um, it has enough like campy funness to like make me smile, but also has some like seriously dark shit and like on high stakes to make it really hit hard. Oh yeah. Um, so I would I would seriously suggest that. I only have one episode left to go in this in the season that's out. Um, but now I got to get to my real big ticket item, and I've been sitting oh. on this one for a while okay. because we we uh, we haven't recorded Zone of Truth in in a while. Um, yeah, last time uh, last time we would have done you proud. We drank enough for all four of us. Was that the charity stream? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the charity stream. yeah we were both yeah. tuned Infamous. in live on the couch yes, for the sir. whole thing. Yep, yep. Infamous charity stream. It, that was a wild. We, we did time. a great thing that day. That was but, some uh, good moves. It was beautiful. <laughs> Did, did not feel good the next morning. Not um, even with the Pedialytes? The Pedialytes yeah, is the only reason I wasn't work, actually yeah. stone cold. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Well, that works then. <laughs> well, because, like, that that's just too much. That's too much. <laughs> too much. much. <laughs> it's too much for anyone. It was, the, yeah. it was the random questionable mixes that just, like, really threw it to that's you. What, that's like, what it's really so much us. of everything. Yeah, it wasn't like we were doing 10 Straight shots whiskey, of yeah. vodka yeah. or whiskey. Yeah, it was like. Okay, this time have some liquor. Vodka. This time, yeah, cream. Lord. This like, one's just a shot we, of juice. You're welcome. <laughs> couldn't pick a speed, man. Like you're in a car where someone's just throwing the shifter all over the place. Dude, mm-hmm. it, I would have paid to be a fly on the wall with the bacteria in my stomach that day. <laughs> oh, they were. They must have been freaking out because the whole time I was like, "Griff, you're alive. <laughs> you're, you're, alive. Do you're doing it. Don't do it." 
My stomach. I'm shaking. <laughs> it was fun to watch. I, I had a real good. close call before we got into the uh, the uh, drunk lear in history segment, but let's not talk about that. One of the best um, segments ever. I like that one. <laughs> thank you. We'll have to do that again sometime. I had a lot of fun doing it. Um, but anyway, I, I love going to the movies, and I haven't been able to do that in a very long time. But I have been vaccinated for a while, and AMC does a, a decent enough job of you pick your seats, and then they block off the seats around you so you got social distancing and everything and masks on and all that fun stuff but I went to go see the latest installment in one of my favorite franchises of all time it is Spiral from the Book of Saw and let me tell you that was that I could not have had a better return to the movies I got to go with Brooks that was a lot of fun already he's a good time and the two of us just just got in that cool theater the I saw the Twisted Pictures logo start spinning and I knew I was home um, <laughs> covered your it, eyes. It was, it you was got phenomenal. My, you got my nostalgia butterflies going. Twisted picture yeah. screw just tightening up on those words. It tightens up and then it oh, releases yeah. and the barbed wire rips. Um, but it, it really was just the, the perfect way to get back in, into going to the movies. I mean, the I just fucking loved Spiral. It was so good. Basically, um, from what I've heard from listening to that Seeing Saw podcast and everything, is that um, Chris Rock came into this movie as as a producer. He had an idea for where, what he wanted the script to be. He wanted to star in it. He took less money so that he could get other big names um, like Marisol Nichols and uh, Samuel L. Jackson to be on the project. And um, yes. I mean, it basically was like, like a, a cop procedural that had saw traps in it and some Chris Rock humor to lighten up the moods at like tense times. And it was phenomenal. It, it, it really was what I like from that series when you strip away all the ridiculous soap opera-ness that happens in the back half of the series and like the way too complicated traps that no one would ever believe. It. The traps were simple. Mm-hmm. The mystery was good. <laughs> and it was fuck. It was so fucking good. I really loved it. Dope. I'm a big Saba. If you got me, I have to. I, that's one that I definitely have to see. Said that it probably won't be in theaters, but... I Definitely think, have I think to. it's having a, a very short um, theatrical release. I think it goes to video on demand like within a couple days of this recording. That's nice. Yeah. Because I know so I was if, thinking about the return to theaters and I was sweating over the Demon Slayer movie being released only to theaters for a while. And I was mm. like, you're telling me I got to go to a theater to watch my anime since when? <laughs> since what? <laughs> what is the press <laughs> there? The... Come on. What made you think that this was the time to do that? <laughs> No, but uh, yeah, so it was phenomenal. If you know, if, if people, if you if you feel safe going to theater now, I, I would certainly suggest it. If not, hit it on VOD. It's fantastic. And uh, in about a month, you're going to be uh, getting that Fast Nine in theaters. So uh, yeah. I'm going to bring you out to that. I think you're really, really going to enjoy. It. Yeah, I yeah, think I'll enjoy Fast Nine. I think so. Did you? I mean, I love Thompson Shaw. So yeah, you got me. Actually, yeah, that's true. All right, well, let's get into some of this content. All right, so <laughs> we're not into the content yet. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> from the no, top, even from the, the top, can we Damn. just <laughs> run it back for me? Let's do it. Run it back. So, all right. So we kind of checked in with with where your with where your story was. I, I want to be very spoiler free um, with with uh, the second darkness AP because I truly do want people to listen to your show. I think it's very good. It's one of the um, only actual play podcasts that I listen to that I'm actually caught up on because mm-hmm. it's worth it. Um, sound quality is fantastic. The audio engineering is great. You guys have great characters, cool story. Um, so I don't want to spoil any of that for anybody. Um, so 
I, I think I just want to jump right into uh, a discussion about a, a pretty big development in your show is that you guys released a Patreon. You went live with that not too long ago that has a whole bunch of really cool tiers and some some fun goals. So uh, if you guys want to kind of walk the people through what you're offering, um, let's chat about it. All right. All right. Uh, so, yeah, our, our our Patreon, all the themes are kind of crisis named stuff, starting out with, I think, crisis relief at three dollars and that's uh that's you get uh private not private but uh special discord uh access and we'll send you a thank you card there's also a uh, player inspiration poll every week everyone can vote on who is going to get a plus two on on the next next week's recording then i think you jump up to the five dollar that's, that's that's a that's a real popularity contest right it really is uh, i mean i, I mean the, eli's gonna win every week already literally the, the already first one everyone mad. voted for him <laughs> <laughs> everyone's like this guy needs inspiration i don't know why. well you know i'm always around if you want to slide me some uh send me a couple bucks slide like me some inspo inspo <laughs> plus twos yeah. might need it on the the next tier uh evolves on that poll by introducing a hero point poll so that one's going to be monthly, I believe. And it doesn't just have to be a hero point. It can also be a villain point for me. <laughs> oh, yes. okay. Uh, that pops off. I think that one, we also give away a one-time koozie. Mm-hmm. Um, and all these things are going to be hopefully evolving as we get more and more patrons and stuff. Yes. Ooh, the koozie's up on the screen right now. Isn't yeah. that nice? It's tight. It's I tight. think Allard showed that to me earlier, and I was just so impressed by a full color koozie. Oh, Those are so hey, tight, dude. You'll ha- you'll have a. Uh, we'll send you a little package. Well, you you have there. earned your <laughs> own, but we might send some extras. You, know? you never know. <laughs> uh, they, I, I really like those. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to fucking subscribe, bro. They're, they're nice. Really. They're nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then at the the ten dollar tier, we're doing like, every tier. You get the same. You get all the stuff. The previous tiers, as as usual. Uh, $10 includes, uh, is that the one where I should pull it up? So I have better notes. <laughs> just riffing off the top of our dome over <laughs> here. Like it's like five. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure 10 gets you bang. Uh, 10 definitely <laughs> we're doing, we're trying to put together uh, a once a week or a once a month hangout, uh, with everybody in there. That still has to be figured out. We only have uh, griff and like two other people oh, in that right now. So we can It'll be a nice private call where we can just bullshit. Yeah. We'll we'll do this. We'll drink. We're doing it right we'll now. Drink bangs. We've done it. it. <laughs> You're doing it. This counts as your month. This is how I got him in here, Steve. I had to pay him. He, oh, we and this I one budget. also. Did you expense that's the corporate account? I didn't expense <laughs> the corporate account. I should. Dude, you got to be careful of what you expense. I kept my receipt though. Okay. Good. Okay, good. <laughs> um, that tier also includes a one-time enamel pin. Uh, with our little dice crisis flaming head guy, <laughs> who still has yet to be named. Uh, maybe true. that'll be a poll. That could be First fun. Poll, what do we name our logo dice? <laughs> Bang. Uh, yeah. And so those uh, the, those are crisis assistance, crisis relief, crisis evasion, uh, crisis prevention, uh, which Griff has has uh, subscribed to is uh, everything before and then uh, access to all of our our sound and music library, everything that. Uh, I obviously have uh, have sounds that I bought from bundles, so I can't necessarily put that back up for sale. But everything that we create custom will go in there. 
Um, and, and what and what kind of stuff is that? Uh, right now, it's just like. 30 different songs I think dude it's Back, fucking background right. music yeah. and ambience yeah, not like effects really and stuff it's like yeah stuff for every occasion fucking do it we would be honored to be your soundtrack honored to hear we, the combo. oh you know what uh, Blend because, the this universe. River, because this river thing is fucking bullshit do you guys mind if I throw one of your ambiances in as the backing Ooh, track of this episode? Do it. Fucking do it. I would love right, that. Sick. Oh, yeah. That's what yeah. I'll do. I'll put that I like that. Yes. Switch this up. isn't going to make a whole lot of sense when we announce the river thing. We're going to be talking about, about the river thing. They're going to be like, <laughs> it's screaming. And nobody's yeah, going to understand. I, we, so I don't hear your music, but here and there, I we hear, hear the scream. scream through your the headphones scream, yeah. into the mic. <laughs> it's kind of fucked. Well, that's, that's how you know it's still playing. Yeah. Because <laughs> otherwise, it's pretty quiet. True that. Um... Then we get into just our our big tiers just to just to have them. If anyone wants to play a one shot with us at the hundred dollar crisis management tier, there's still five slots open for that. Uh, that that'll be like a, a once a year one shot, but it might not necessarily be a like if we can't fit it in one day, it'll be it'll be a kind of a couple parter thing. And then uh, so that one that hundred dollar tier is you. Uh, you pay, you figure out your party, you bring in some some friends to play with. One of us will GM you through something. And then the $200 one, uh, if you don't have a crew, we will provide provide the crew to you. <laughs> provide our crew. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> everyone in our cast will play along at the, at the $200. So you either tier. get you and your friends or you and us. <laughs> yes. And then uh, the rest of your friends. Yes, the rest of your friends. Uh, we blew through our first $50 goal, thanks to everybody who was involved in that. And so we're go- going to be releasing a a little one-shot. Yeah, one-shot coming at you. That's did the we, big news, yeah. Did we tell everybody what that was going to be already? Not. I mean, because Steve had it in his notes. So yeah, because it's on the Patreon All right, page. so we told everybody what the first one was going to be. <laughs> nice. At least told the Patreon. Uh, yeah, so that first one, we're going to do a one-shot of the Lost Dungeon of Rickedness, uh, Big Rick Energy. I We found a basically a beginner box D&D set uh, that's Rick and Morty themed, and we've had that in our back pocket for a while. So we're going to... So yeah, when I, when I saw that, I was curious. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay that makes D&D. sense. Fine, <laughs> you, get, you get some Rick and Morty action out there. But how are you planning on pulling that off? Like, does someone play Morty? Does someone play Rick? I honestly don't know yet. We are not GMing it, so Kyle. that's the first, that's yeah, the first Kyle, problem here. Kyle is GMing <laughs> that one. He, unfortunately, he wanted to, like, hang out with his family over Memorial Day or something. You know. So he's not here today. But uh, yeah, he's running us through that, and we still have to have uh, our, our banging with his family. Yeah, banging mm-hmm. with his family. I think I'm oh, I'm man. sure they have uh, like preset classes and characters and stuff for us to pick up. I think it's like a just a, a low leveled quick thing, but hopefully it'll be fun and funny. Yeah, I think he did say something about them being you know Rick and Morty characters though. So I wonder if it's not like the family and then maybe a few extras. You know, the poopy buttholes, the. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the etc. The me seek. Right. I, yeah, I wonder if there's like a me seeks class and like a easily doppelganger Michael class. Oh, it'd be <laughs> dope. Full those, rogue. Like, those like bug creatures that so are everything. He'd be like an operative if we went Starfinder with it, right? Oh, for sure. D and D, he's a deadly rogue for sure. <laughs> thought it would be fun to try and convert it into two E, but I think we're gonna we're gonna try and just we're just gonna stick with the with the D and D. might as well try and get some D and D, even though you know we're pretty piezo based right now. But hey, you know a D and D branch off could be 
could yeah. be just the right amount of sprinkle that could really spice it up. Yeah, I recently had a 5e branch off. It was pretty fun. Yeah, man. I enjoyed it. Super good. From what I've seen of 5e plays, they, it always looks fun. It's I'm I'm not too terribly uh, like crunch heavy myself, but I I appreciate both ways of playing. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, hell yeah. All right, well, I know you blew past that goal pretty quickly, and I know you have another one. Ooh, yes. Is that is that still secret? That one is... I mean, we could... Uh, so you, you do not you do not have to announce it on uh, the zone of truth, which is not even your show. <laughs> you know, I I like but you to can if you want. leave. So more <laughs> than welcome. We we like to spread our Easter eggs out wide for those who really want to go looking for them. I believe our next goal is another one shot. Eli, would you like to tell us what it is? Straight up, tell you what it is. Yeah. Why not? Oh yeah, big unless boy. You, unless you, no, refuse. I have no, I have no quarrels with this. I'm going to be uh, DMing a game of D and D as well. Stranger Things. We're gonna run. Ooh, we are gonna run the Stranger so cool. Things D and D, baby. Yeah. So that one is gonna be absolutely exciting. I've already read through the whole book and it's juicy, and I'm excited for that one. It br- right. branching into the the TV show D and D games for for one shots is. Uh, our flavor move. <laughs> yeah, that's so much fun. That's so cool. Um, if you've already read, can you kind of give me a little bit of of info on on how that works? Is it, you know, mm-hmm. it's a lot class of, based, character based. Oh what? yeah, they have starters in there that I'm still not convinced that I want uh, everyone to play as their starters because unlike Rick and Marty, it doesn't have to be a character. You know, you can bring in your own. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is an also a starter D&D box, so it's not high level at all. I think it's level one to maybe three. Um, but it's it's just a single uh, a single, I'd say probably like two days worth of worth of gameplay. And then the first half seems puzzly, kind of like strategy. And then second half goes more combaty, but definitely uh, gets into some of the um, yeah, upside down antics of abyssal stuff kind of relating in D&D you know kind of like crosses over that blurred line of bringing what the upside down would be into D&D terms and some of the creatures are pretty spooky they give you a mini of a a, this is practically the whole reason to buy the box in the first place but when you buy the box you get a mini of a demigorgon yeah with its mouth open like spread on stuff and I was like that's so cool even if you can only use it for this probably it's coming into another game for sure yeah "Quote unquote demigorgon," yeah. because their demigorgon was named after a D and D demigorgon. But this is the doesn't stranger look anything things. like, it. yeah, <laughs> demigorgon. That that's such a smart move for 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 D and D to license a Stranger Things game, considering how yep, like <laughs> how much that show pulled like, from like old school D and D. Yeah, it's basically it's like it's the cool. red like red box beginner box or whatever, but just kind of. Themed more to Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. That's what exactly. I it looks exactly like the red beginner box that you normally see, but just says Stranger Things, and you're just like, "Oh, this is perfect!" Like the classic look. The classic. I wonder look. what the crossover for that licensing agreement was, because mm-hmm. you got to think like to use stuff like the Demogorgon, right? In your show, you probably had to license that, considering that creature and the Mind Flayer mm-hmm. are definitely not in public domain. Are yet. not public domain because they're. You know, Paizo couldn't have them. Oh, what? So uh, Demigorgon is uh, is a and d monster, like straight up? They made yeah. that one? Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. As is the Mind Flayer. I knew the Mind Flayer and the Beholder. Mm-hmm. Beholder. Uh, I'm sure there are others that I'm not thinking of. There are Beholders in Heroes of Might and Magic 3. 
Hmm. They probably have the license ad, or they just did it on the DM. Uh, it was the 3DO, and that company doesn't exist anymore, so they probably just, just ripped it off. Yeah. Yeah. So who cares? And they are like a floating eyeball with tentacles hanging down. Like it is. Uh, are they called Beholder? Or yes. are they called something else? Yes. I swear to God. You're going to have to check level, that company uh, and see if they got sued out of business. Actually, actually, you know what? I'm going to. It's even more ridiculous because it is the third level creature um, from the town. The different towns are called different things. One, the town is one town is called Castle. One's called Rampart, and they're like different. The castle is like medieval, like very swords and archers and stuff. And then Rampart is like elves and dwarves and all the woodsy druidic stuff. And uh, the where the Beholder is, that town is called the Dungeon. <laughs> Just okay. a dungeon. And, uh, and you know what I think is more ridiculous than that? And the highest level creature is a dragon. The, and the fact that there. Heroes of Might and Magic 3 has come up on the Zone of Truth like five times now. <laughs> <laughs> this well, is a fifth, consecu- not consecutive, but fifth individual. It fits zone into the canon I'm actually yeah. disappointed I haven't been able to bring it up more. <laughs> Every time somebody says, behold. <laughs> hey, did you know? <laughs> Heroes of Might and Magic 3 really had the beholder locked down. Bang, I'm not sure how they Best representation that. I've seen in pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> of the beholder, and then, yeah, I like I could meet some somebody new today and immediately forget their name and ev- everything about them and what they look like. But I could rattle off creature statistics from Heroes of Might and Magic Three, a game I played in like second grade. You have to stream that someday. Actually, we yeah. really should do that. Sounds like me. <laughs> yeah, I'd be in. Uh, Leaving money on the table. Not yeah, Rick, what do you do for real? You're already advertising. <laughs> You're, it. You're already putting in the time on the game. <laughs> Uh, he's got the he's got that legacy knowledge. Fuck yeah! One more thing I'll say about uh, our Patreon and and goals and stuff. Just two words. I'm, I'll leave it at that. Uh, Dane Diaries. Ooh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I think I have a good idea what that means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's, okay. that's. I see you. I see you too. You're beautiful. Oh, you make me blush over here. <laughs> Bang, beautiful. I behold you. <laughs> uh, uh, hold them back. <laughs> and if you upgrade them, they turn into evil eyes. <laughs> anyway. Um, all right. Well, well it's, is there anything else you want to mention about the Patreon before we move out to this segment that has gotten uh, too much hype? I think that's all we got on the Patreon. There's also uh, blog posts. Oh yeah, with yeah. blog oh, posts, oh, newsletters, oh, all the normal. That, uh, one fun thing that I forgot on the five dollar tier, uh, you get to submit custom crit hits and crit fumbles. That's true. Ooh. Oh, that is but cool. You can kind of like workshop them in the Discord with the other patrons too. If you're not exactly sure how that would work logistically, kind of like pitch it up there. Be like, so well, it'd be cool if this could happen. Then someone with more knowledge and the rules can be like, well, this is how that would work. You know, do a mini GM happy hour in that channel and be like, hey, listen, yep. this is what you should really do. Listen, that's how you make oh, that yeah. crit work. Oh yeah, listen. <laughs> Listen here. That's all I got, though. Yeah, that's a pretty good rundown. Great. All right. Well, appreciate the play. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Bang. This segment is called Banging with the Boys. <laughs> In this segment, Aylard, Eli, Griffin, and myself will each be sampling and experimenting with different flavors of the Bang energy drink. Each of us has gone out and gotten a different flavored Bang and will first try the Bang raw, then mix it with alcohol to experience a dirty Bang and see how well it pairs. <laughs> Disclaimer, a standard can of Bang energy drink contains 300 milligrams of caffeine. Mixing alcohol and caffeine can lead to unexpected and surprising consequences. Do not try to recreate this segment at home. So, 
Um, let's do a little tour de force here because I had written this before we actually had secured all of our bangs. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I think this is this definitely warrants the first instance of a hideous crisis. <laughs> what? what are you talking? This is a gross crisis. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> crisis. <laughs> it's a bang boy summer. Yeah, that was really good. Getting uh, my bang bot on. Uh, yes. The all bang of those things. Bros. Wait. It's the most hideous crisis. <laughs> most hideous of crises. Yeah, I guess that's how. In a year when we open this back up, uh, we'll just open with Griff doing his uh, tornado siren impression. Hideous crisis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I had written this before we had actually uh, finalized what we were bringing to the show. So uh, we did not all walk in here with one flavor of bang. We have several flavors of bang. So on the hideous laughter side, um, I went to the store earlier this week and I followed the rules and only got one can of bang because we're recording this a little late at night and I was worried about how late I was going to have to stay up. I, I will say that I am pretty worried about this flavor. This is this is either uh, a, a one out of ten or a ten out of ten. Key lime pie. Ooh. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna be average. It's going to be horrible or incredible. Ooh, I, I don't know about all that. We got we got a Griffin, lot. What, what do you I don't know there? about key lime. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my my main bang <laughs> this evening is is the rainbow unicorn flavor. Mm. Hmm. Uh, yep, now, now you, you did say we were supposed to pick uh, an alcohol for later that uh, without tasting these and just by the name. Right. We have you said we have figured out our alcohol uh, alcohol combinations uh, before before I knew Eli didn't drink. So big fuck up on this segment. <laughs> I'm <laughs> all about up. it. I'm all about it. Um, <laughs> Fucking sp- surprised us with that one. <laughs> had to, had to really, right hook you right really in the intro. Really dropped the ball. I, uh, fuck. Not even talking right, about uh, b- b- pregame. There is no wait, pregame. On the, on the HLP side, though. Yeah, wait, also, hold on. You, you did say that it was a ming bang. Now, please tell us about your side pieces. Yeah, so we got we got a peach mango, we got cotton candy, and we got America's bang, Star Blast. Mm. Mm-hmm. And American I think that's supposed bang. to be the bomb pop version. I, oh, no. I imagine so. I imagine it's a, it's red, white, and blue. Yeah, I, I want to yep. say I've had it, but I can't recall what it was supposed to be. So I'll, I'll brave will to you. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. How about on the Dice Crisis side? You guys have uh, what looks like a six-shooter of bangs over there. Yes. Uh, couldn't really. We, I just kind of went to the store and grabbed the ones with the either the best names or things that I thought I could mix somewhat mm-hmm. well. Uh, so I guess my... My three lineup right now looks like Miami Cola, uh, Radical Skedaddle, and the Frosé Rosé. I give you all the ones with the good names now. <laughs> yeah, you split it wrong, man. I was just splitting was, the table, and you got all the cool ones. <laughs> I, I, I will say those names are worrying. Oh, dude. Dude, Frosé Rosé and an energy drink. That's going to be so good. Run us back one time. What were the first two? Uh, Miami Cola. Miami Cola. And Radical Skedaddle. I wonder what makes the cola Miami. Uh, I don't know. I I have only tried this one as like a, a like a figuring out how to mix it into a drink. Mm-hmm. I haven't I tried after, it straight. I yet. think after you have it, it becomes a vice. So that's why it's a Miami. Mm. <laughs> that makes oh, sense. like it's illegal to drive after you drink that. <laughs> <laughs> You're immediately addicted. It becomes the age sixteen. What? 
And all I'm, right, uh, Eli, what you got? The other three are much less climactic in names, but will be great mixies. Uh, we got the Lemon Drop, Classic, Sour Heads, and Cotton Candy. So Sour, Lemon, and Cotton Candy. Ooh, we doubled up on the Cotton Candy. Yeah, cool. We can get a, a mixed review oh, here from both sides. We can I all thought about that, too. I was like, we should do that. So, sour Heads is just such a blatant, we wanted to call this Warheads for the 90s kids that are drinking this. And Lemon Drop's yeah. already a drink, or a shot at least. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a shot. <laughs> Can't sure. be trademarked, I guess, maybe. Who knows? I mean, Rosé's <laughs> yeah, drink, too. You throw Frosé in front of it, and it's all good. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I guess, first of all, we need to try the bangs raw. Mm-hmm. Um, a virgin bang. Somebody yeah, virgin yep. bang. Um, for the love of God, don't cut that audio segment. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever want that getting out there. Um, so, yeah, let's, let's go around the horn here. Um, Let's let's we're doing this reverse snake order. So I started I started off with with saying what I got. Let's let's have Eli start with a taster. All right. So I'm going to start. We're going to grab from this pile here because our three aren't dedicated to just us. We oh, have okay. six to choose from here. So mm-hmm. I'm going to start with the Froze Rose. Here's a fresh crack for you. Oh, baby. Once I even this is a Team Slurp episode. I'll see why not. Yeah, I'll see why not. Ooh. Warning, this segment is going to be full of fucking slurps and bag jokes. <laughs> now that we're halfway Don't in. Don't try this at home. And transferring bangs to cups for perfect pour audio. I think I ran the math, and we've got 3,300 milligrams of caffeine between the two pods. Wait, do we have a rating scale? Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Steve, Steve yeah, this is your thing. Oh, God damn it. How many wheels um, are on the bang bus? That's pretty pretty bad. I don't think we should go with <laughs> no, that one. That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> How many yeah, bottles um, of bang on the wall? Uh, one to ninety nine. Wow. Oh, that's really good too. Um, the bang bus is funny. But <laughs> I didn't want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the song was called "Banging with the Boys." It's one to four wheels on the bus. Okay. One to four. <laughs> one to four. Yep. Uh, you obviously don't know how many wheels are on buses. I only have a rod on the short block. I would say, <laughs> I would say that this Froze Rose is going to get a two out of four. And that might be because I'm lowballing because it's the first one and I don't know what to expect down the line. But it has a very obvious champagne attempt in it. Ooh. Where it's I don't like. Oh, that I like that. Yeah. Interesting yeah. because I know they also have a flavor called champagne. Yep, they oh. do. Uh, this feels like if you put. 20 red Jolly Ranchers and a bottle of champagne <laughs> and like let Come it sit now. for a while so it kind of got like Jolly Rancher to it. Eli, I got a question for you. Yeah. Uh, did you feel that you didn't have enough runway to act, uh, you know, to effectively rate this because I only gave you four wheels of bus? Do you know how many actual wheels are on a bus? Well, it depends. If you're going with one of the really long, like, normal school buses, that boy's going to have mm-hmm. six. Uh, your standard short bus is going to have six. Might even have eight on the big buses because they have the ones on the side, like a dually truck. Mm-hmm. But, uh... Mm-hmm. And they, or we do wheels on a big rig. We could do wheels on a big a song rig. One to that. sixteen. Bang rig. I think there's eighteen wheels on a big rig. Oh god, no. <laughs> eighteen wheels. Have you ever heard the song? It's like I only I, I only I, rode I, short I, big rig. V V V I V I Wheels on a big rig. No. And they're rolling, rolling, rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. 
All right. Song. You're going to have to. I remember it from childhood. I don't believe you. I think you made that up. It was how to teach your kids Roman numerals. I think that, though, for the sake of it, we should keep it to one to four wheels on the bus. Because I, think, I don't want to. I think wanna, four is a good rating. Yeah, scale. I don't want to get into like the. Well, are we talking longer bus or short bus? What year is the bus? You know, I just mm. want to keep it simple, one does to four it, wheels. So does it have to be? Yeah, a, that's that's a, a good idea. Bus? I Could did. it be a city bus? Did you look I up did. how many were on a normal bus? Can it be well, Gus right. bus? So I googled Gus what is the number of wheels on the Bang bus, <laughs> and uh, they said it's a bang van. Bus. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a van. <laughs> uh, that was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't relevant. There's so much shag carpet in that we're bus. Just, <laughs> we're just going to go one to four. One to four. <laughs> Continue. Two for the rosé. Two for the rosé. Hell yeah. I'm going to go with the radical skedaddle. Oh, this is one we couldn't yeah, find if we, we wanted to very try. excited for that one. This one wasn't at our the grocery store, but it was at the gas station outside of the grocery store. I will give props to nice. the HLP because when we were discussing this, you had the online sheet of all the flavors looking up to <laughs> see what there really was in the bang catalog. And we just went with what was available in front of us. Yeah, I did my homework for this. Yeah. I was so excited. There was some good ones in that list. Whoa. I have no idea what flavor they're attempting, but it is radical. Okay, that's good. And it is, is it, skedaddling across my taste buds. Is it supposed to be like Skittles? I, think, I, I think so. Now that you say Skittles, it does have a... Like, I was trying to figure out what candy I was tasting. It does... It tastes like a, a, a diet Skittles, basically, because there's no actual sugar in these. So, mm-hmm. it's better than the other ones that I had sampled. And, like, for me, any diet... Uh, any diet beverage kind of I don't necessarily like that non-sugar taste I guess he is a diet hater for sure uh, so I was going to be like my my middle of the road is going to be a two on pretty much everything but I think I like this one a little bit more than the other ones that I've tasted so I'm going to bump it to a three okay. this, the radical oh, okay. skedaddle has got three wheels on its bang bus <laughs> wow. it's only that's, scraping that's, a that's little impressive. bit Okay. Let's get out of the tripod. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to unpack that one. All right, Griff, what you got? Uh, once again, I'm doing the Rainbow Unicorn. It's a bright blue and pink can. Yeah, troubling looking can. It's a staple to all of Bang culture, though. Yeah. I mean, it's good. It's straight good. Mm. Listen, it's, it's really not offensive at all. Like, wow. this is... It doesn't have any strong flavors, in my opinion. Like, it, it kind of tastes mellow. Huh. I wouldn't expect tastes, that from a unicorn. I almost think it tastes like a citrusy marshmallow. Oh, that Ooh. sounds great. Can I try it? Citrus yeah, marshmallow. Yeah, you can definitely citrusy try it. marshmallow. And while I'm trying this, can you, uh, can you go ahead and give us uh, your rating score? Yeah, I think, I think I'm going to give this a three. Right? You know, nothing's, nothing's blowing me out of the water with it, but it certainly doesn't, like... Wow. I drink the whole can of it. Easy. Wow, that that is very good. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Like that's that's better than I, I'm usually a monster guy, and that's better than a lot of the monsters I've had. I, th- I think honestly, on that scale, like compared to other energy drinks, I, I think it it fucking slaps other yeah. other energy drinks down. I'm 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 get, I'm putting four wheels on the thing. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was because I would because I would go to I would take that over like a standard monster and you know what it reminds me of like um i've had rock stars that taste kind of like the rainbow unicorn Ooh, there's yeah. something about some about rainbow unicorn kind of reminds me of maybe like um 
not the sourness, but mm-hmm. like the the Secret. pink and blue, uh, the pink and blue gummy worms, Ooh, a little nice. bit. Ooh. Okay, and okay. and so and I've I've had definitely had a rock star that tasted like those gummy worms, but this isn't sour at all. All right, well, I'm gonna drink. Uh, a flavor of bang that's named after a pastry, so that's worrying. Uh, this is the key lime pie. We're gonna crack this. Dude, I'm very shot. hyped for this. I one. think I'm this one's gonna be the best. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you definitely can. Um, key lime pie is one of my favorite mm. desserts in the world. Wow. Okay. Pie. Yeah. Good. Good smell on that. Whoa. Bang. <laughs> bang. <Whoa. laughs> that shit. Bang. bang? His face. Bang, bang. You gotta try this. Ooh, that's got a Ooh. good yeah. lime smell. Mm. Oh my fucking four god! Four fucking wheels! Oh shit! Four wow, fucking that beats the shit out of the unicorn. Already? I thought that oh was god. good. I want to try will, it. I will, I will put four wheels on the bang bus, and then like the 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 backup wheel a donut? on the back. Yeah. A donut yeah. too? Yeah, yeah. go back in there. The this all can. Put a donut on the bang bus. It's so good. Oh my god, yeah. that's good. Okay. Wow! Ooh, got a fifth Damn. wheel over here. Damn. I didn't expect <laughs> yeah. this kind of Listen, reaction from anybody. I was I was waiting for it As to be like not going to happen. Wheel, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, you do. You're the expert. <laughs> it takes one to know one, Bal. And we see fifth wheels. You just you just know one. And yeah. this is one. That's really, dude. I can almost taste the crust in that. Really? Yeah. I, I don't want to mix this with alcohol because it's just going to make it worse. Yeah, I don't know what you mix with that to like. Oh, I think maybe vanilla. Vodka might go good with well, I'll tell you what, I don't have that, no, and we're going to go like snake style. I'm going to be mixing this with alcohol in a second to try Dirty Bang, but um, are we trying surprise all the bangs twist? First? Well, we're going to do surprise twist here. Okay. All right. The people didn't know that we actually have another segment a planned. Nested segment. <laughs> this yes. is a segment within a segment. Um, obviously, this was planned very well. Uh, so, Griffin, uh, tell us about this one. This segment was actually Eli's design. So oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Eli, Eli. I actually, I think this. Eli should take. But, right. uh, but yeah, I, I can explain it. So Steve and I have a copy of uh, the second edition best hearing. Take the heat off in me. front of us, please. And we're gonna play a little game called Banger Battle. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna flip to a random page in the best hearing, and uh, we're gonna show it to everybody. And we're going to get a consensus on whether you bang it or battle the it. The chagrin, the pure chagrin on your face over there when when he pulled out that bestiary was just <laughs> horrible. So I'm just going to open to a random page here. Um, we got beheaded, beheaded? as our first. Well, that's okay. a, that's the status here. first off. Bang. All right. That's uh, head. Let's go ahead and describe that's this creature. It looks a- like a zombie head with some green floating, like miasma energy, keeping it aloft. It's yeah, a so willow with a face. Beheaded are the reanimated heads of decapitated victims. These mindless undead fly through the air or roll around to attack their prey. <laughs> Thought. Oh my god. Have you? That reminds me. Have you guys ever seen the movie Gans O? It was on Netflix oh. for a while. It was. It's a kind of a realistic uh, animated. A Japanese film where where dead people get revived to fight monsters, basically, and there was this one giant head that just rolled through town. And it, was <laughs> oh, fucking, no. it was fucking creepy. <laughs> a giant I'm, head. I'm gonna see if that's still on Netflix. That sounds great. I think. Uh, Aylard, would you bang or battle this? Um. Hmm. I think. I think the only thing you could do is bang it. Okay. Probably. True. Yeah. I. <laughs> um, I don't want to. I don't want to tip my hand too soon. How about you, Eli? This this segment was your baby. Are you proud of it? And would you bang this up? <laughs> First off, proud is a strong word. And second off, I think I could take this one in a fight. But 
You know it's just like a normal, like it's just a head, like it's nothing spooky. I mean, this so picture like, doesn't have lips. Oh, Ooh, it doesn't have lips? Well, you know, like... Hmm. How skullified is it? How skull... Because like it's, a will o I mean, it's got flesh, it's got flesh on its face, its mummified. lips are pulled it's back, it. uh, it's got eyes. It looks like a mannequin it's got eyes. with will o so. Yeah, it has <laughs> eyes, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's gonna have to be a bang. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, yeah. Pivoting off of that. I, uh, yeah, this was a tough one for me as well. Um, I, you know, re- real difficult here. Uh, opening any page of the best area, you never know what you're going to find and whether or not you want to uh, fight it or fornicate with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to throw a bang on this one as well. <laughs> so I right. have the benefit of having the book right in front of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's so I can this? read a little bit in here. What's special uh, there is, there's an att- entangling ability. Long stringy hair clings to the beheaded scalp. Okay. It strikes gain the grab ability. Yep. Mm. Change my answer. Uh, and also Nash. Oh. <laughs> the beheaded's previous Nash. action was a jaw strike that dealt damage to its target. Effect <laughs> severed head makes a second jaw strike as it violently shakes itself, trying to rip away a mouthful of flesh. On a success, the target takes an additional 1d4 slashing damage and one persistent bleed. So obviously I'm going to go bang. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. It's so obvious. Like, you know, it's leading us down that path. Like, Use some yep. teeth? All right. I'm not scared. It can do two attacks. What are you, CR2? I don't care. <laughs> I mean, depending on, like, what kind of dude you are, they also come in the giant variety. What? Ooh. That's the one that Allard was describing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Town. <laughs> so, there's, there's a lot of stuff here that... There's a lot to unpack, but I think it's better yeah, if we don't. unpack. <laughs> I think it's better if we leave these immune to cases. being unconscious, so... All right. Uh, I didn't so ask for all their baggage. <laughs> I, I didn't ask uh, for the baggage. I asked if you wanted to bang or battle. I think that was, uh, that was very successful. Um, we want to try the rest of these bangs. I mean, yeah, I feel absolutely. like opening... All of these bangs is kind of hubris, but I mean, we're here for it. We do nothing if not gluttons. All we do is (laughs) fly towards the sun directly (laughs) at it. All right. Well, do you want me to give you one? Okay. Which do you want? Let's definitely do this quick. Um, I don't know. Yeah, whatever you don't want. I mean, you can you can have American bang. I'll do bomb pop. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna do star blast quick. We're gonna try and uh, bang through these because we have lots more bangs to go, Um, and then um, I. Definitely do want to get to the back half of this segment where we are um, mixing some alcohol with these bangs. So yeah, I'm going to do small, smell test real quick. Hmm. Kind of uh, smells like an off Red Bull. Oh, no. Truly have no idea what the flavor is. <laughs> off Red um, Bull. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tastes like America. It is red, white, and blue, but truly I do not know what uh, what country. I mean, many countries have red, white, and blue flags. Could be French. It could be Russia or France or something. Um, so not necessarily American, but I guess that's not a bad thing. Um, oh, it does say made in the USA, but still doesn't, doesn't does not say for Britain. Yeah, right? It does Definitely. not say what, if it's for the USA. Um, that being said, yeah, it's kind of a, a Red Bull flavor that is, um, a lot more mellow than a Red Bull is. So that's, is, that's good. I'll give it a two, 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 uh, buses. It's dragging the, the ass under the bang bus. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Boys, I got the peach mango. Oh, that one's got to be just normal. That's got to be right smell, up. Right smells up alone. Very, very peach. Smells kind of like a peach O. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm, okay. You don't even want to know what we called those in high school. No, I don't. I'd rather not. <laughs> yeah. It, it tastes pretty much just like a peach O. Okay, okay. perfect. Okay. And, and how would you rate that? So, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of them in the world, so 
for me, it's a two out of ten. But if you like, or two out of four. But if you like those, um, it's probably higher. You want to do quick splitsies, flip flop cans? Yeah. All right. Trade you. Yep. Definitely. Ooh. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna. Well, you guys are flip flopping. Just keep this ball rolling. I'm gonna go ahead and try the Miami Cola. Oh boy. Oh yeah, I'm very excited about that. I'll have to get a dash. It kind of. It, it's pretty good uh, up front about tasting like like a cola. But then? But something about the back end gets a little more vanilla-y. Mm, the back end. Is that a bad the thing? Back end. I don't, I don't know how will that it's affect that your bad. score? It's definitely... So it's a little more mellow than the Radical Skedaddle, as you would imagine by the name. It's I, less radical. <laughs> I think it's just like a standard two, maybe 2.5, but yeah. You can't have a half a wheel. How do you have half a wheel. You can't have half a wheel. So you no, gotta you just wheel. like you can't just like uh, uh, one bird only equal doesn't equal a whole bird point. Uh, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Half a wheel doesn't equal a full wheel. So two. You're right. I mean, maybe the axle's dragging. Yeah. I'm not a bird lawyer, but what's a what's a bird point? Oh, you gotta get caught up. Yeah, you gotta get <laughs> okay. Caught up. Sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Wow. You must not know anything <laughs> about second edition. Uh, oh wow. <laughs> Well, uh, you survived. You will save. We'll see you next time. Okay, <laughs> fine. <laughs> it's fine. All right. Uh, yeah, real quick. Uh, peach mango. It's fine. Uh, two. Yeah, I'm going to say uh, this is worse than peach mango. Hmm. Still a two, but on the low end of a two. I'm not a huge fan of this. All right. Kick it back to Eli. What you got? Yeah. So snifter of this Miami Cola it smells like a creamsicle. It smells like orange and cream in cola. So I, that's the Miami of it, I suppose. You, you double dip it on the rating there? I had to give it a, a second. Are, you're not going to taste one of these. Oh, I definitely three? am. I definitely am. <laughs> the cotton candy is up next, but that oh, might, shit. they have Save a the cotton, cotton candy. Yeah. So oh, we can yeah, yeah. Deal. Yeah. Let's go with sour heads. Sour mm-hmm. heads. This is definitely one I wanted to try. Yeah, absolutely. I have an they interesting have idea for store. a drink on that one. Perfect pour sounds. Ooh, that was a nice pour. Huh? Yeah, that was Get great. some fizzles. Dude, that, you can, you can sample and use those all you want. <laughs> It's the poor man's back. <laughs> I know for a fact that I've used poor sounds in our in our episode before. <laughs> nice. Well, it doesn't smell like much because sour's not really a smell, but it also doesn't taste like much because it's not very sour. Uh, it really? has like yeah, Ooh. surprisingly lackluster. Wow. I thought it was going to be like a sour beer and kind of take you take you for That's a ride. It's a bummer. It's a 300 milligram caffeine drink with sour in the name. It should kick your ass. Right. Doesn't it doesn't do the back of the corner thing or the back of the mouth thing that normal sour stuff yeah. has? I wonder if they have an umami bag. It honestly has oh, the flavor of sour Probably. without actually without <laughs> no, actually it has being the flavor sour. of sour. There you go. <laughs> it's it doesn't pucker, but it tastes like a sour thing. Well, you got to be able to drink it fast so you can be puckering. One hundred percent. Everybody knows you got to go at least ten bangs per hour. Mm-hmm. That being said, I am a big fan of things that aren't super offensive, and it kind of gives me more of a seltzer vibe. So I'm gonna go with like a three, oh. like a sour seltzer. So like three out of four. Okay, three. Yeah. You got a tripod that, bus, babe. Hmm. All right. Well, I know they have them at the grocery store by my place, Griff. Maybe I'll grab one time. We'll uh, we'll split it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So now I think the the one that we have left should be um, the cotton candy. Well, the boys have. Uh, like we one have more? one other one, but also one extra one. Oh yeah, do it. Oh, okay, let's, let's get this lemon drop in there real quick. Lemon drop. That one's just a good mixy. You know it. We just, just grabbed it for mixables. I wonder if they have buttery nipples. Like in general, or? I do. Well, no, as a, as a bang. <laughs> that one tastes like a. Have you ever had a? Is it Rockstar? No, Monster Rehab Lemonade. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Pretty, it tastes pretty pretty close to one of those. 
I'd, how many uh, wheels are on the bus? I'd give it uh, as far as just in. So I give the skedaddle a three because it, it wowed me with its flavor, but I would give this one a three because it's easier to drink. Wow, that's pretty good. So my wheels, it's so it's probably like the first two wheels and then a back wheel instead of the two back wheels and one wheel up front. While he was explaining, that's just 100% verified. Everything he just said. 100%. Yep, that's that's, wow. okay. that's math. E3 as well then? That's easy math. All right, well, uh, let's Hold do on, it. before we get to the alcohol. <laughs> right, oh, said, let's do it. We're going to do a quick spin on uh, Banger Battle. Then we're going to try the cotton candy mixed with some alcohol and call it a uh, move on. Oh, and call boys. it a move on. Battle. We got a great one Uh-oh. already. Mm-hmm. The Narwhal. Ooh. <laughs> In oh, best oh, oh man. Now, I do, I, do want to, I do want to reference here that uh, <sighs> the first thing in the sidebar is Narwhals as mounts. Oh, man. You're just well, spoon feeding us this. <laughs> How do yeah, we actually, actually uh, keep pass the book over there real quick? I'm going to. Yeah, I, I'd like to read that. Actually, uh, some aquatic or amphibious beings capture narwhals for use as mounts, making use of this speed, endurance and tusk attack. Endurance. That's good to know. Uh, <laughs> endurance. As narwhals are simple animals, simple. they serve riders uh, Rider. as varied as lokathas, sea devils, sea hags and tritons. Um, I mean, that that just speaks for itself. I'm going to go <sighs> bang. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Quick to the punch there. Can I tell you guys um, <laughs> why I'm going bang? Yeah. <laughs> Feel free. It's uh, for two actions. The Narwhal has an ability called Impaling Charge. Oh, man. Which yep. I just think. I mean, oh, obviously, man. we know what that's used for. Only two a two action? action? Yeah. Only two <laughs> actions. It's got a third action to slap your ass. <laughs> oh. Call you a good name. <laughs> Put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> Use my Third action to slap your ass. <laughs> That's definitely, uh, definitely a good point. What else do we got for specials in there? Any special moves? Any res- like, what do we, what do we? Uh, you know, it's it's got a tusk, okay, which classic. has reach. <laughs> um, of course, it does. <laughs> jaws. Uh, it's got aquatic echolocation. Ooh. Oh man. And a deep breath. Ooh, okay. so I'm oh, can hold his breath for thirty between, minutes. Maybe. Somewhere between the echolocation as a mating call and the deep breathing, I think I'm gonna have to go with bang. <laughs> see, Allard, it's up to you, man. This this creature has. Do you need, do you need to see a picture again? Yeah, show me that. Show me that horn. <laughs> That's it's That's at least horn. as long as half half as long as its body. That's why it has reach. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. So my dilemma right now. Is it has such a an aggressive top bang uh, energy to it <laughs> that I might yep. actually have to battle this one for the right to bang? Hmm. Oh, that's, well, that's interesting. interesting. Yeah. yeah, that's very interesting. It's around the corner. There is, some, but there is something to be said about maybe having to bang your way into the bang. So I'm. What about, <laughs> yeah. What about banging your way into the battle? I think I have to battle my way into the bang for sure. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say final answer. I'm gonna battle this one, but only because we need to figure out who of the two of us gets the right to bang. Mm-hmm. There's too much top energy. Mm-hmm. Someone's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. it's clashing. Yeah, that's that. interesting. Clashing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you can't have a creature with impaling charge and not expect it to. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. But yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah. No, I, I think we we all learned a lot about each other today. Yeah. Um, Let's all take a sip of our cotton candy bang and then let's mix up some alcoholic uh, beverages. How about Deal. that? All right. All right. Hold hold your uh, hold your review until everyone's had a sip. Okay. Griff's going right now. Dice Crisis, feel free to take a sip. Oh, it's going to make me pee. 
Yeah, I'm feeling real piss boy like right now. Mm. Sorry, it's a bang thing. <laughs> what was I gonna say? Mm. Whoa. Mm. Whoa. Whoa is the right word for that. Whoa. They go that has evolution. <laughs> That's got legs. <laughs> it truly does. The wine talks. They fucking nailed the description <laughs> of that one. No surprise. <laughs> I will say that similarly to when you um you take cotton candy into your mouth, then it melts and, and the flavor grows. Um, there was that. a full metamorphosis in my mouth for this one. Um, the flavor profile developed over a few seconds. Um, I'm putting four fucking wheels on the bus. Whoa. This was the closest approximation to cotton candy I have ever had in cotton candy approximation food <laughs> or beverages. It had the texture of cotton candy in a liquid. I think, oh, I think the, you know, the flavor of this really took an impaling charge on my senses. Mm. Mm -hmm. For sure. I'm going to give it a three it's, out of four. It's wheels. abrasive. It's very. It's it's abrasive. Very. But it, it's fucking as advertised. It is. Yeah, it is. Like, I, didn't, I didn't go into this like, oh, guess what? My favorite flavor is cotton candy. So I'm gonna drink a whole cotton candy drink. It, yeah, it's like had I done that, this would have been a four. They this, fulfilled this, this, yeah. the promise of the premise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think I think that's that's what you need to think about here. Is that like, regardless of your feelings on cotton candy, it, it sticks to landing <laughs> on cotton candy. Absolutely. It it has um, the consistent like strength to it of like if you put a shot of energy, like a five hour energy shot, and then just melted a pound of cotton candy into that shot. Oh yeah. Just like oh, yeah. that compactness of that's of a flavor. very good descriptor for this. Yeah. I think yeah. so. For real. All you right. know, it actually it coats you a little I mean, bit too, this one. That being I, said, four out of four. But right. <laughs> it's lingered longer than any other one. So it does have that that malort quality to it, where it really just sticks around for an almost uncomfortably long time, mm -hmm. but in a very good way. Mm -hmm. um, hopefully, like my my narwhal mount, uh, Allard. What do you think? So I guess for as far as it nailing its flavor, I'm going to give it a three. But I would not drink this, so I'm going to give it a, a a one wheel, and it's gonna it's gonna be scraping down the road. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it is I a lot. Feel you on that. It is a lot. I was thinking like a half, a half of one of these is good, if that, over a course of a couple hours. Well, good thing we each opened one. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> we got six open bangs here. Things are about to get interesting. Not a Are, lot of brain cells in this room. <laughs> no, I think we're going to quickly realize that this was a big mistake. All right, so we are going to continue this segment. As promised, we uh, made some alcohol and bang uh, pairings here. Some hard bangs. Yeah, some, <laughs> some, uh, hard some bangs. people call them dirty bangs. Um, bang. Dirty bangs, hard bangs. Bang tails. And so I went into Hawk this. Um, oh, no. Guys are out of control. <laughs> Too much bang. Um, we're all wired up, and now we're about to get drunk. It, right? It's not off. It's yeah. not. It's not uncalled for. Look at the top of your top of your bang can, and do you see where it says Ultra Cock Ten? Oh yeah, it does. So, so there you go, <laughs> Ultra Cock Ten. You're getting no, some uh, on the ring. On the uh, here you go. Coq Ten. It's a oh yeah, Ultra Cock Ten. <laughs> ultra Cock Ten. I was looking on the very top, and I was like, what? "That's a you're lying to me." No, that that makes There's me chuckle every time. Bang. Yeah, it's no, wild. You, so you definitely, guys, we're gonna be, we're gonna be creatined up. Yeah, you better go yeah, back go to lifting. <laughs> you guys gonna want to do some more we're deadlift? We're heading back to yeah, the garage. Back to the the fucking hit that bench, bro. All right, uh, here we go. So I'm gonna go first here. Um, I took my key lime pie bang, which was already very good, and uh, I mixed it with amaretto. Mm, okay, what's okay. that look like? 
Uh, not good. Take a look at that. Ooh, that's pretty, uh, it's like really dehydrated piss right there. Mm. I mean, yeah, but. All right, here we go. So this is amaretto and key lime pie bang. I feel like I, in, back in college or something. You might have ruined the key lime pie bang. <laughs> Worried for you. Ooh. Does it slap? Ooh. It slap? I mean, no, it doesn't slap, <laughs> but I don't think it's bad. Okay. Give that a try. Sure that. Okay. Like, if you like amaretto. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. That was a yeah. smart combo. That's good. Yeah. I wanted to do, I didn't want a contrasting fruit. And what I was really hoping for was that the key lime pie, because some key lime pie flavors is just like a key lime, but mm -hmm. some key lime flavors have key lime and like a little hint of granola. Like yeah, this yeah, one yeah. Then, This one has granola the crust, crust, and I think that's what Ooh, saves yeah. that yeah. And so, yeah, amaretto and that crust with just a hint of like the, the limey flavor, I think really comes through. Mm -hmm. And like I said, is it great? Probably not, but it's, it's, a, it's a really good drink. The crust um, is key. Drink that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> drink it every weekend. Um, I would say if I was just relaxing and having a cocktail, that's probably not what I would choose. This would be like a three. But if you're I'm just like trying to get drunk. what you would choose, they're all filled with bangs. These are all oh, pre-game yeah, beverages. If we go off what we would drink, this will never happen. Yeah. <laughs> we're taking this uh, we're taking this Zoom call to the bars after this. That's true. Like, but I will say, if I was trying to get fucked up as fast as possible, this is a four. This is a pre-game oh, yeah. drink. Yeah, um, pre-game drink. Griff, what you got? Okay, so I I went. I'm hoping this was a smart move. <laughs> I went Rainbow Unicorn and Pink Whitney. Okay, matching mm. up. Ooh, that actually. So that's like a pink lemonade vodka yeah. with this Rainbow Unicorn, which I have yeah. already described as maybe like the the blue and pink gummy worms. Let me know if that's too much flavor for you, Captain. <laughs> Oh no, that fucking rocks. Oh hell yeah. Oh hell yeah. Dude, try that. Yeah. That's <laughs> fucking good. Pretty heavy pour, man. <laughs> pretty heavy pour. Oh. Got heavy, <laughs> heavy handed over I there. Poured the pink Whitney that I needed to. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, again, yeah. Not a cocktail I'd relax with, but like again, on the getting fucked up as fast as possible, which is probably the only speed if you're drinking bang. I would like to clarify that uh, energy drinks really do good. not call for relaxing yeah. at all. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. None of this is a chill beverage. None of you, you are not kicking yeah, back I, and relaxing with any of these. I highly recommend Rainbow Unicorn and Pink Whitney. That's that's a four wheels. All right, for me. we'll do. That's that's a classic combo too. Classic. Like Pink Whitney. Come on, you drink that straight, pretty much. Yeah. Ask for the next time you go to a bar. See how classic it is. I want a Pink Whitney bang. <laughs> I will, uh, um, Pink Whitney Rainbow Unicorn, please. I feel like we just get beat up immediately. <laughs> For sure. Uh, Can I get it with a little uh, little umbrella in it? Allard, what are you uh, what are you mixing up tonight? All right. So for my bang, I decided to start out with the Miami Cola. Hard one. And I know what okay. you're thinking. It's easy to match like a cola. You do a whiskey cogi, you do a, a rum and coke. But yeah. I I ask you, Steve Griff, have you ever been to Brazil? No, no. I could firmly say the only Brazil contact I have is that I used a Brazilian fake ID for all of college. Ooh, <laughs> smart. I don't, <laughs> do you think the statute of limitations is twenty one on that case, right? <laughs> well, apparently the the Fernet Branca and Coke is a is a staple down there. So I decided to mix okay. the Miami Cola with Fernet Branca, and. Fernet Branca is an interesting spirit too. It's one of those ones that kind of always takes me for a ride. Fernet is weird. It almost tastes like like it wants to be mint without any sweetness at all. Yeah. And that's uh, where the Miami right. Cola comes in. And it what the cola does is really just mellow down the Fernet taste. 
and honestly, I like this. I like this one. It's not a sweet uh, in-your-face thing. It's got this weird bitter, kind of refreshing, aromatic-type flavor to it. And uh, it mixes well with a Miami Cola Bang. <laughs> uh, not going to lie. Wow. I'm going to... Didn't think that would. So my Miami Cola is, what, a two? I think this... I'm going to... I'm going to bring it up to a three with the Fernet Bronca. Uh, ooh. Let me upgrade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Add a wheel to that bus. Add a wheel to that bus. <sighs> bus is rolling now. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. like a weird flavor. Um, Eli, you're not mixing it with anything, right? We actually are. I'm going to do just uh, some lip touches of booze and then some real drinks of the non-alcoholic spirits. But we do sure. have a really funny one for the actual booze because we're like, we were 0.2 seconds away from saying nothing's going to mix with cotton candy, so just put it on a different table. And then Allard said, throw some tequila in it. <laughs> and it was Oh, a, no. It was a joke. And it was oh, a joke. No, but, no. Uh, you know, cotton candy <laughs> and uh, Espelon Reposado tequila. I'm glad you're just touching that to your lips, bud, because that, that's not going to. That tastes like marshmallows. <laughs> that tastes so much like marshmallows. Or like a cream. Allard's face says it all. says otherwise. <laughs> I get what you're... It kind of has... It has a cream to it that it didn't have before. Maybe it, it had it. It basically just mellowed out how strong that cotton candy was. <laughs> it's a diluter. How much tequila did you put in? Like a half shot for that thing. Because it's only like a half pour. Interesting. Yeah. All right, well... I don't know. You <laughs> tequila, a, cotton candy. Yeah, how many, how many wheels uh, did you give that, boss? You know... It made cotton candy a little better, but I gave cotton candy a four, so I can't make it any better. <laughs> you can put a, a donut on that yeah, bus. Yeah, I'll throw a donut on that bus. The, the tequila was the perfect uh, spare tire for it. Um, yeah. <laughs> sure. Add, All right. add some smoke to that bus. Wow. Lift that bus. Lift, Lift that bus. Three tires. Okay. Um, well, Griffin and I, uh, we also grabbed something that didn't quite make its way into our charity stream where we were... Uh, Drinking different types of alcohols. Uh, Haley had picked this up at the store for us. I'm going to show this on the webcam here. Hell yeah. This is the uh, 99 party pack. These are shooters of uh, 99 proof. What even is this? Liqueurs? Yeah, liqueurs. Um, We got got 10 different flavors here. Apple, banana, black cherry, butterscotch, cinnamon, peach, pineapple, root beer, watermelon, and espresso. Uh Espresso, two X's. Oh, yeah, of course. Double espresso. They should have put three on there. (laughs) Well, it gets three when it gets mixed with banana. Well, right. And that's where I wanted to go with this next. So we do have three more bangs here. We have (laughs) the star blast. That was the bomb pop. We have the peach mango and cotton candy. Uh, which would match best with either the root beer or the espresso? <laughs> You're gonna. I think root beer and cotton candy will go together. Probably Do you want to try that a little better? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, okay. I will stake my. I will stake my reputation mm. on that one. Yeah, huh. potentially. Let me, let me finish. If <laughs> anything, finish my, yeah. well, I might, my cup's empty, so I can mix it up in mine. Um, but if you guys have any ideas about what maybe would mix with the other ones of the flavors I described, uh, we would certainly be open to hearing your input. Uh, would you say them again? <laughs> All I know. I finished mine, so. Okay. Um, I'm going to be mixing. Uh, Griffin, can you go ahead and uh, reiterate, reiterate? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, reiterate the flavors. We got apple, banana, black cherry, butterscotch, cinnamon, peach, pineapple, root beer, watermelon, and double espresso. 
with the bomb pop one, the America's yeah. Bang. The issue I'm seeing is that we it doesn't really look like, aside from pineapple, we have any citrus here. And mm-hmm. I think that's probably what's going to go with the bomb pop. Honestly, peach, peach pineapple, pe- peach is going to go with the peach mango. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Honestly, that's too easy. Peach and peach. But is it too easy? Yeah, it might, well, it might be a little too easy. Um, I really eyeballed the proportions on this one. I think that's what we've been doing. <laughs> Great, all night. I appreciate it. I uh, uh, did half of the sh- the. Um, how much is in this? Thank you. I don't know. What do you think? The shooter, one and a half ounces. I can't see on there. Well, it's forty nine percent alcohol by volume. I did half of the ninety, the little mini bottle of fifty milliliters. In okay. Um, I don't know what the conversion is. Uh, <laughs> so I did about twenty five milliliters of of root beer, and uh, I don't know, uh, eyeballs worth of. Cotton candy bang. Here we go. Oh, you can try that one. Eyeballs worth. Yeah. I thought you were going to make me try it. Oh, we're both trying it. Yeah. But <laughs> oh, do you want to try it first? No, no, no. You're <laughs> good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what we got. He just doesn't want to admit that I was right. <laughs> Rick Beer and cotton candy. I, I wouldn't know. have thought to put those things that together. That fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> is, really is it some fish? Oh, the root beer is <laughs> really strong yeah. in this. just the ratios out. It tastes like cream soda. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. No, it tastes... Cotton it, candy tastes like root cream. Beer, and then you get the fucking Malort cotton candy hangaround. <laughs> that's that's the cream soda part. That's, that's the, the cream. It's good. That, what are you may, talking See, maybe about? that's what I was thinking in the cotton candy. I said the tequila added cream, but maybe the cotton candy just adds the cotton cream. Cotton candy alone. is just cream. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is not bad. I disagree. <laughs> this is not bad. <laughs> One wheel. One. Two wheels. <laughs> it's not the best it's thing ever, a bang but bicycle. <laughs> it's got, it's got a wheel on uh, the front right and a wheel on the well, left I stake back. myself on this, so, so I'll, I'll finish this off if you want to pour something else. All right, uh, we've got peach mango and star blast. I think star blast. There's <laughs> a fucking apple in that's there. So I don't know. Uh, that's tough. Me- mm, no, that's gonna overpower it. That's hard. You were looking at espresso, weren't you? No, no, no. I was thinking watermelon. I think we just go for it, man. Clock's ticking. You wanna try the watermelon? Yeah, I think that's apple. That's apple. Yeah, probably the pink one. That's watermelon. Do they sell 99 packs of 99s? They do. I don't know, but they sell 99 packs of PBR. And Budweiser, yeah. Woof. <laughs> they, uh, at, at the local uh, liquor store, they have the 99s bucket, and it's literally like an ice cream pail bucket that just has their logo on it, and you open it up, and it's an assortment of all the 99s. And I'm pretty sure there's at least 50 in there, so yeah, get two of them. <laughs> the 99s. Not the best. Oh shit. no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, it could be that I just don't like ninety nine. Um, They're very popular. Well, yeah, I remember when we we played a game, a Jackbox game. That's the one where you do like the presentations, and the rule was you had to finish a ninety nine before the presentation was <laughs> over. <laughs> and they just taste like it was ninety nine roulette. They just taste like shit. Yeah. All of them are horrible. One of <laughs> one of the first times I ever got drunk in college, um, Tim's girlfriend, dude, they're still together, um, was like, "Hey, I mixed you a drink. You should try it." And she just handed me a tumbler full of uh, ninety nine black cherry. And <laughs> that's it. You know, because you you don't build up your like yeah. this is gross tolerance that early. I drank most of it. And then was just fucked up out of my mind and just went down to my base r- basement room and uh, 
played Fable 2 by myself and went to bed. It's not a bad night. Not a bad night. Well, yeah. Honestly, one of the best are nights you guys, of my life. Are you guys what mixing anything else? As long as yeah. you can see the see the Fable screen, that's good because damn, that game's good. We'll, we'll have to talk about that another time. Are, are you guys <laughs> ready to go or do you want oh, me to I, go? Oh, I already got one. Oh, sweet. Yeah, go ahead. Well, he's pouring here. Uh, this is actually something that Allard brought back from the liquor store that I'm going to introduce because I'm vain. And uh, this is a well, <laughs> this is a non-alcoholic uh, spirit, as they say, but it is a complex aromatic blend of copper pot distilled bark, spices, and citrus peels. So, like, huh. it's a very, very aromatic. Like, it smells like nature, and it just like it has a like gin the- almost like quality. Wow. Did non-alcoholic spirits like? have any sort of burn or are they just this like... one does not it tasted <laughs> like herbal much. water yeah this it does taste water, like, okay, it definitely yeah. is like so one of those things that if you put it in a drink it just that. yeah it's yeah it says to like mix it with as it said bang? yeah mix with bang says, serve uh, bang 50 milliliters over ice with bang and <laughs> garnish with a you red grapefruit twist bang to offset the bark flavor yep. some bark flavor some red grapefruit twist uh yeah so it's like a it's a, a botanical drink what to drink right, when you're not drinking but i mixed that with uh the froze rose because i figure rose with a little bit of herbal bark to it we'll see how that uh oh it sniffs good oh that sniff is good (laughs) steve by the way yep after about three sips yeah this is fucking (laughs) (laughs) i hate this it's so bad. It's, it's so sticky. It's horrible. Yeah, that's you. Anyway, go on. No, that, that they, they, rose, thank you for admitting that. That froze rose mix is pretty much like adding, yeah, like adding a citrusy uh, leaf taste to to rose. So it's pretty simple and straightforward, but kind of made it taste like if someone was like, hey, I got this bottle of rose and it's like really expensive, I'd probably buy it because they'd be like, you still, you can you feel the bark in there? Can you feel the citrus? Okay. And like, yeah, wow, for right. sure. You know, so like they could just easily lie and mix mix like half and half. I think that'd be a good mix. Mm. Be a good mix. It's definitely not just a splasher because it's not you know super strong. Yeah. But yeah, uh, man, wheels on the bang bus. God, at least like at least three. And wow. honestly, like I just kind of want more of this, more of this other spirit, but. We have so much bang to drink. So much bang. I'm revising my statement. This is a one. <laughs> no, I take it all back. The more you drink, I take it all back. After drinking like a third of a cup of it, I've uh, made mistakes. Pretty bad. I'm really tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> and realistically, the cotton candy part did not help. Yeah, it's not a favorite. But I'm, I finished it off. Congratulations. Oh. And that's that's what you want to do in this segment. Banging uh, with the boys. Yeah. Finish it off. Finish off your, your bangs. Ailer, did you have a, a cocktail? Yes. My next one, I got to say, I'm pretty proud of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> using the the lemon drop as as the base, the base bang, as as it were, I mix yep. that with a spicy tamarind Smirnoff. Uh, so, what the fuck? Right? What are you drinking, what Minnesota? Are you what to is do? happening? I'm trying to make great things over here, and so is Smirnoff. No, like I'd never heard of that. I thought Smirnoff <laughs> did like fucking sour I, apple. I've Gluten never free. heard of anything that you've mixed tonight. Oh, this is sour tamarind. <laughs> sour oh tamarind from, from the Duke of Smirnoff. It's spicy. All right. It's so this would be something you'd probably want to put in like a Bloody Mary, and it would be okay, real good. Okay, in. Sure. But mixing with lemon, and then I splashed a little bit of just actual lime juice in there too, and I oh. I gotta say. And honestly, this bottle is just beautiful. It's a sweet and spicy, tangy Smirnoff. It's a, I like this one. This is something wow. you just want to 
you want to taste and sip and there's a little bit of of spice that builds at the back of your throat this is a this is a four wheel bang right there wow. it four has chili powder on the bottle the yeah. I'm coated in root beer and cotton candy right now <laughs> I, need, I need a palate cleanser quick well, I'll tell you what, Griffin. I've got a palate cleanser for you. This is Star Blast Bang mixed with 99 watermelon. Ooh. Oh, no. Uh, it's not going to be a palate cleanser. This is going to fuck me up. Yeah, I... I can't imagine that. Again, gonna, the... The watermelon's going to be absolute dog shit in that. The, the floor of expe- expectations could not be lower. Uh, let's just see how this goes. <laughs> smells like watermelon. That's not a good sign. Like, the bang should be the predominant flavor. Well, I think what we've realized today is the bangs are not as as sweet or potent as you would expect. I think the that's the beauty of them. Yeah, I think they are. That, I yeah. think that's what makes them really good is that, like, they're not killing me like a monster is, like, acid reflux. Yeah, so the, their flavors may be vague at best. <laughs> they're they're sweet, but yeah. they're, there's no sugar in any of them. So it helps them kind of pair a little bit better. And not so all right, like well, burn yourself. Uh, my stomach does not hate it, but um, it's just I can't envision a situation where I would want to drink this. Here you go, Griffin. <laughs> That's like a it's standard. Not, I don't want it. Like it's it's not offensive to drink. It's just like what? There are so that many sucks. different things you that could swan. drink in the world. <laughs> one. That's yeah. fucking Come on, all Steve, watermelon. What one. Horrible. What do you think? One. Yeah take this one down. Yeah, uh, you, you have to take that one down. I'm going to mix a new one. Yeah, you can make the, the executive decision here with the peach mango. Dude, I'm fucking... I'm going to make something decent with this. You know what? I'm doing peak, pink Whitney and peach. Whoa. I'm not doing a 99 again. I feel like the 99 are unfairly slanting the bangs. I wish I had some ice. That's not fair to bang energy. It's not fair to bang energy. It's not fair to America. Mm-mm. It's a bad thing when you got a fucking fifth of Pink Whitney by the desk. <laughs> Just chills out there. Bad or beautiful? It's even worse if you have a Pink Whitney-themed cooler right next to you. <laughs> Do they have those? I've got to have them. Just in case if anyone was wondering if we were going to get to... Uh meaningful pathfinder content tonight we do have some wonderful <laughs> listener questions coming up after this yeah. eventually yep. eventually we'll be there we're going long I well think. you're pouring you, you know might, you I might think, as well i think pull we should beef. do the listener questions what about like a with this? Nope. <laughs> yeah we gotta start we gotta start knocking we at least out. need another uh banger battle it's either a banger battle or a question you gotta you gotta choose all right one. banger battle coming up okay. uh, this is good the pink whitney and uh peach mango three all right yeah right. give it this way it's and really get not that bad. pull the best year Fuck, where'd it go? How about lemon drop and cucumber? Oh, vodka? I took it. Uh, yeah, that's. I don't know. I don't. I don't love it, but three. Yeah, but compared to the other things we've had tonight. Yeah, it, it fucking crushes anything else that we mixed with ninety nine. So I just mixed the lemon drop one with the uh, cucumber vodka, and that's actually kind of a really cool flavor. Ooh, it's like really, I like that. really I like summery, very nice. What is yeah, that? I just drink cucumber vodka. We got gremlins. Oh, gremlins. Mm. Oh, okay. Just classic gremlins. Huh? Classic grems. Classic Those gremlins. don't look what I, like what I remember them to well, look like. And, and you know they they kind of break it up. Like there's grimples and there's grumbles, Hanovers and floths. Classic floths. <laughs> well, well uh, a floth has crab claws for whatever reason. It must Zoe be the bird. aquatic version. <laughs> Uh, I mean, they're tiny. So how? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Here, here's here's where you really know. Okay. Uh, for one action, 
The Grimple spews a 30-foot line of vomit. Oh. Each creature in the line must succeed at a DC 16 fortitude saver becomes sick in one, sick in two on a critical failure. Hmm. Grimple can't use putrid vomit again for 1d4 round. Yeah, he's like, you get some time. He's no, got a you know, refractory period on his blast. Well, say. yeah, but... Um, Only like 18 oh, seconds. I mean, he's he's got crafting <laughs> plus five, but plus seven for traps. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, and he's got a satchel. Guess how many rocks are in that satchel? 14. Five. Damn it. <laughs> Five rocks. He's also got gremlin lice. Gremlin lice. I'm going to battle this yeah, one. I think this kind of I do yeah. not want crabs. <laughs> I don't want to say. I do not no, want the, crabs. This guy has crabs. As much as I love the bit, I don't want to bang this guy, I don't think. I don't but. want to bang. And I could easily. This is a creature minus one. I could beat the shit out of this one. Mm-hmm. This is right, over so is and that, done. Is that... Is that two battles, Aylard? I don't think I heard that. I think I think this because the lice kind of puts it over the top, and you you just want to battle these. Look, we can go with disembodied heads, but lice is too much. Yeah. Now, if you're gonna go fwath, that's got a vicious choke. That's bang. Yeah, I'm actually gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say that. Uh, I'll take the fwath varietal if I can. Uh And And the grimple is just. I don't know. I haven't really messed around with vicious choke yet. So Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, you know, I'll try anything once. I mean, his frequency is only once per day for that vicious choke. And with the CR minus one, like even if the choke isn't good, you're you're gonna win. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, you know, if we switch floth, yeah, bang, <laughs> bang floths. Yeah, I think I yeah. think there's a couple Obviously. ways you could go with gremlins, grimmels. However, I don't know. Grimples, <laughs> no, no was, go. Starfinder, we had glitch gremlins. Dang. <laughs> uh, all right. So, what do we got here, Griff? This is Pink Whitney and Peach Mango. Mine is yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did you did you give it a rating or did you say it was good? Uh, I gave it three wheels. Three oh, wheels. Yeah. Hell yeah. You also rated it already. Damn. Bangs oh, yeah, are really getting that. to us. <laughs> All this cocktail's my mind's my going brain. a mile a minute. <laughs> <laughs> banged to the head. I've already gone down four different No, I'm all now. banged up. I'm uh, <laughs> banged up, mama. <laughs> Go and get me. The next concoction I have is a it's the sour bang, which I I brought it back to Brazil, oddly enough, and I threw some cachaça in there. <laughs> And then what I, is with you at Brazilian I, beverages? I don't tonight? know. It just it it, I have a theme tonight. And then it's banging big in Brazil. It must be. Ellard Rulu. I know. I mean, just call all of his drinks a Brazilian bang list. And then I topped it off with a little green chartreuse. And I think that's the real thing that's going to drive the flavor. Okay. All right. Here, here's where I'm going to draw the line. You are mixing several things into your bang cocktails. We said bang and a liquor. Oh, I thought we were just making great cocktails with bang. I see where you're going, but I'm suffering through a Party 99 pack, okay? And I'm just <laughs> yeah, jealous. I'm just mad at the cachaça. All right, actually, actually, I think this is going to be very helpful. So looking back in what I have written, um, I'm going to quote myself. Then mix it with alcohol to experience a dirty bang. Now, I don't think that means you can't mix it with multiple, multiple alcohols. So I... Uh, Aylard, you have introduced like lime juice and stuff, so I'm sorry you are disqualified. No! You are the weakest. Sorry. You are the weakest bang. Goodbye. No! Yeah. Goodbye. You have the weakest bang. Um, <laughs> let's. Uh, I'm pulling this let's bang do bus some over. Questions here. Good luck with that narwhal. <laughs> Woo! Or, wait. So uh, 
we've we've done all the bangs, right? I mean, I, I think we've we've mixed. A, we've sampled. I mean, I've gone through all my as, ideas. As we, if we continue to mix beverages and have them, I feel like we, we owe it to the listeners to share what the what the mixture is because yeah, we absolutely. have several open bangs and several alcohols around us. But uh, those can just come up organically as we answer. Well, so, yeah, actually, um, if if you at home want to make your own bang cocktail and share it with we, us, we put a. We put a big disclaimer at the front of this yes. episode. You're not allowed to do it. Don't do Don't it. Do it. But if you do, let us. But know if what you, you were do. to do it, if, if you heard from a friend what would mix good with a certain flavor of bang, um, tweet at us at Laughter Hideous and use the hashtag. Um, I would bang it. Now, uh, <laughs> listener question. Make sure you tag the dice crisis. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> Free right. retweets. Got, I mean, come on. We actually have um, several listener questions here, and the first few come from a listener called Tilda. Oh, what's up, Tilda? Yay. She says, yeah, she says, I heard questions. Oh, whoa, you will get questions. <laughs> Is there a particular genre, style, or theme you guys would think you would do well outside of what you are already doing with Second Darkness? Horror, dungeon crawls, more social intrigue. What do you fancy? both in general and maybe certain adventure paths that would catch your eyes. Hmm. So I think I lean a little bit towards like social in, in intrigue uh, just because I, I mean, we're doing it for uh, a podcast and I feel like if feel, I feel like heavy combat episodes tend to, it, it's, it drags a little bit because you're just yeah. kind of rolling, rolling dice. I mean, you guys are in book four as well. It's just like the higher level it gets, the more, you know, you, you want to keep a combat to an episode and it's like, it's harder and harder it to do It seems like a exactly. sludge, but they're also all like so deadly that they're the most important yeah. fight you've ever been yeah. in every time. So you're like, oh, I can't just swing through so There it. will be really good moments <laughs> in battle it. episodes, but like the majority of it is like, all right, just kind of pay attention to who's still alive and stuff like that. So I like the social intrigue aspect of it. I had uh, Hell's Rebels in my back pocket, but then I uh, find the path, converted it to 2E, and now I'm now I'm just kind of free roaming. Um, free banging, if you will. Yeah, free banging. <laughs> I still have uh, an, the evil campaign, the third party one, Way of the Wicked. I have those ones, and I've still been thinking of them for a while now. Those are really cool. I've heard good things about I've them. I've heard a lot of good stuff. So either social intrigue or kind of a, a darker theme. I myself. I can see you guys doing that really well. For sure. I think, yeah, we, we like touch a little bit to that with like the city play, but definitely could have been more thematic if we knew that it was going to stay there. Um, but I, I feel like I would thrive most or at least picture myself thriving most in like one of those really soft high fantasy games where it's like druids and clerics galore high like a lot of party members that way you know it's a lot more softy cheese on what's demanded of you i like uh i like big party uh it interplay like that any form of like group hug play i like to that's always my thing so something more like real soft high fantasy long adventures uh i think that's a that's a completely different style of play too mm -hmm. right like that's something that like I feel like a lot of people enjoy is the more, the less stressful. I'll probably go home tonight experience. at the end of the game. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll right, probably right, get back yeah. to my family in my town or whatever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or, or recently, we've been I've been watching a murder mystery themed adventure, and something like that would be really, really mm -hmm. fun. Murder mystery and like noir. Your midnight uh, murder on the Orient Express, but try not to have the same ending as the movie that <laughs> everybody knows how it ends. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah, we played with, I've played with Allard more than Eli, but we played with both of them. Mm-hmm. I want something themed after like the lighthouse oh. with, uh, with at least Allard in it because Allard's a washed up sailor. Yeah. Yeah. I think like, I think <laughs> the, the seafaring theme and like having like a port of call town, kind of like Riddleport is, uh, in the sense of it actually being a port of call town, but like maybe not so much like skulls and shackles, but more like um, plunder and peril, something like that. I think seafaring would really fit. Um, yeah, boat. I don't know why. It's just you, you guys give me that those good vibes. Like the, I feel like you could pull that off really well. Uh, check out the check out that plunder and peril module. It's it takes you like from five to seven. It's a sixty four pager, so like ooh. about the length of a regular book mm-hmm. of an adventure path um and the story's a lot of fun I, i've read through it and uh i don't i don't I think you'd like i've it. never seen the lighthouse i might have to check that out yeah it's on Ooh. it's on amazon it fucking rocks it's a and great movie it's like basically a a william two-person defoe. movie william defoe and <laughs> robert uh, pattinson edward robert cullen pattinson. what's happening <laughs> dude i'm into it have you it's it's like uh it's a little bit lovecraftian but more psychological Mm-hmm. Or I think kind of like uh, uh, almost it's like a descent into madness. Gotcha. So it's, it's kind of between a Lovecraftian thing and like Shutter Island. Yeah, I think that's yeah, a fair description sure. of yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. I can dig that. All right. Cool. Well, uh, next question also from Tilda. It, I think I actually know the answer to this one, but I think it's fun just to talk about. Is all the music in your podcast your own, or is it split like 50, 50, 30, 70? Oh, it, it's all our own. Uh, Eli has created tracks. Kyle and Eli have created tracks together. I've created tracks. Our buddy Andrew, who is who is a semi reoccurring character, has created tracks. It's it's all it's all homebrewed just for just for the listeners' tasty ears. <laughs> and I want to plug their Patreon again. That shit's on there. All of it. The tier. I yeah, support them. Yeah, yeah, you can, can have it, it and you can use it, and it's like really good shit. Like it's. It's the kind of stuff you would trust me. I know <laughs> you would pay a lot of money to uh, to license, and you know they're they're letting you use it if you join at that tier, and it's really good stuff. Uh, I also just want to plug that like your show is the reason that in Bestow Curse I'm going in and doing all of the like custom like no Sirenscape going in and doing the music, yeah, doing the yeah. sound effects and stuff because the experience that you guys produce is like elevated to another level because of that stuff. So it definitely yep. inspired me. It's like doubled or tripled my editing. That comment might make me go back and start adding a lot of sound effects again. <laughs> start getting back as as we built our uh, music library, I felt the, I felt less need to kind of fill it with extra sound effects for like everything sure. I describe. So like, maybe I'll go back and keep doing that again now. <laughs> it's really immersive, and I and I think like you know, especially when you get out of the, I'm feeling it now because we're doing a, a new show, and like there's a lot of description and a lot of moving scenes and a lot of like, oh like this thing happens, this thing happens quickly, mm-hmm. and that's where I feel like I need to do the sound effects. But I found like the episodes where it's like a lot of RP or something, I'm kind of just like mm-hmm. pulling back. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, Same. so I feel like that's totally fair, but yeah, it's like, 
that kind of immersion is really hard to build in a, in a show. And I think you guys do it perfectly. I think it really shines when you can, if you do like kind of a backstory scene or like a flashback or something to really like hammer in the, the sound effects on those, it really kind of separates that from what you're normally doing and immerses mm-hmm. really nicely. Yeah, if you don't want to put it in on everything, put it in on the impactful stuff, and that's where you really yeah. get the chops. Yeah. <laughs> in our early episodes, I'd be like, all right, I'm going to mix a, a pour you a drink here. Go, 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 go. Slide it across the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I told you guys this, but time. your your early episodes, I think it was like two or three, you had, I was listening to it alone at home. I was working, uh, working from home, so I, mm-hmm. I had started you guys up like a year ago now. And when I was listening home alone, the sound effects were so immersive. I was listening with like my monitor headphones nice. that like, I felt like somebody was in the house and it freaked me out. Yeah. <laughs> I think you remember you actually messaged yeah, that or something about like, oh, someone slammed a door or something like that. And you're like, I had to yeah, go Yeah, I was check. like, fuck, who is in my house? And then I like, I heard the footsteps up the stairs and I'm I'm yeah. on the second floor in my office and I was like, shit, what is yeah. happening? Yeah. It doesn't, oh, no, it doesn't bite the, people in my car. Come, but, yeah. My time's come, someone's coming to my house. Love oh that. man. Perfect immersion. Right. Uh, next question here comes from Biomechanimagical. So I did I, I did a little uh, editing on this question because I wanted to avoid spoilers for people that need to catch up on your show or mm-hmm. should start it. Um, and I guess this is probably more geared towards Eli. Um, but the question's this. Is the place you're at right now, which I read, redacted for spoilers, uh, more evil or less evil than you expected it to be when you told you would go to a city filled with redacted for spoilers. For those of you at home who know what Second Darkness is about, yeah. they are in a place that has those people in them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is it more or less evil than you thought? Oh, man. Okay, dance around, dance around. It's definitely... As as you'll come to find with my character, they have expectations that are set in stone uh, mm-hmm. of what they're going to encounter here. And uh, it's not... I can't say that they've been wrong. I can't say that uh, the negative expectations. So I guess I wouldn't, I wouldn't say they've been worse, but they're not better like you might expect. Normally... Uh, after a little bit of immersion in any uh, in any culture, that uh, you're gonna get a little bit more comfortable with it, and so far that hasn't happened. So I'm just gonna mm-hmm. assume that you know uh, choices haven't changed, or my opinion hasn't changed, okay, uh, which okay. might be a little juiceless, or might be juicier than you want it. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I- that. I am playing it a little less decisively evil all around than is written because I feel like that gives a better representation of a society as a whole. Yes. But I definitely go evil on their asses. Yeah. The underground. uh, Yeah. Yeah. There's some very evil shit in uh, the place you are right now. But, but I do think that, Ellard, you do an interesting job of interjecting things that aren't specifically evil or maybe a little bit morally gray. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not just a place where people get tortured and killed on the street every day, which does happen. It but happens, like, but. <laughs> you, I think you do a really good job of taking a place that should that is written probably inherently evil and 
actually probably think about how it works in real life and make it work in a game. That's definitely how I've tried to focus it because I know that the specifics of this place have uh, some negative connotations in our in our society and how we how it has been kind of labeled and I want to try to show that there are varying varying degrees of of the gray that is evil and the race in question that is maybe not always evil like what happens when in an evil society there is somebody who decides to go against the 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 grain of that place does that make them good or inherently good (laughs) does that make them a good player or does their evilness kind of give a different feeling when they're rebelling against evil well yeah and i think i'll even give props to allard on how we play with the the idea that yeah like every i mean and this is inspiration from a lot of other media that we consume but it's that every evil person takes a lunch break like they still eat a sandwich like a normal person they're not evil through lunch or evil you know to go to bed they're not hateful writhing people so like yeah, yeah like even evil people like have a moral ground where they're like man i don't, I don't do that yeah. <laughs> like, that's pretty messed up you know and so uh playing with everyone's different morality in this area is a is a play that's really uh really props to showing some moral fluidity <laughs> Yeah, and, and even it, evil people don't use miracle whip on this. You know, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> and it, yeah, and I know this one was probably a little little tough to answer just because of the the spoilery nature. But I definitely wanted to talk about it because yeah. I do think you guys have been doing a really good job of um, portraying an evil society and actually, you know, showing the day to day workings of it. We yeah. appreciate um, that. It's like and I thought it was I thought it was worth talking about <laughs> because you guys do a good job of it. Yeah, I wanted to pop in here because we said we would intersperse this with any new drinks we make. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I created ninety nine pineapple and um, and key lime bang. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's really bad. <laughs> really bad. <laughs> All right, let me surprisingly go. worse. How many than wheels? I thought it would let, be. Me, let me uh, let me get a try of that. You could try it. Yeah. I really not a fan of See, it. Yeah, I have- and I did. I did half the ninety nine, and a decent, goodly pouring of the of the bang. I think the smell on it is quite pleasant. The taste is horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really not good. Uh, I actually have a question before you go to the next question. Okay. okay, and it's mainly kind of sprouting off of you guys are playing five E for your Patreon goals. Yeah, your um, you know, you guys handle the crunch well, but Allard, you've said a couple times, like, that's not your priority as a game master. Mm-hmm. Are there any other systems that you guys have considered playing, uh, you know, maybe aside from 5e, because it sounds like you are going to play that, but I know a lot of systems do kind of the story stuff better than Paizo mm-hmm. systems do. And so I'm curious if you've explored any of that. I've looked into the cyberpunk system. Uh, I think that's a very fun world. And then playing playing the game, it just kind of makes you want to play it in all mediums and experience all of the iterations of that whole universe. The Piesovers. Uh, I know that I would love Delta Green, though I haven't played it yet. I was going to chime in with that one. I think that's the one that I click hardest with after playing a single game of that. I was like, man, that's the RP system. Let's go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let's circle the wagons, boys. We should all play Delta Green. All right. I would love to. (laughs) Yeah, I'm into that. I would love to. I want to play Delta Green. I'm big. Have you played it before? 
I haven't played it before. I've listened to a lot of it. Mm-hmm. I've actually uh, thought about how the SCP universe could be adapted oh, into yes. Delta Green. Yes. And I think that's exactly where I would want to take Delta Green if I was going to be the handler. That would be mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah, there's some some of the prerequisites of Delta Green I don't think you would have to keep. to keep. Like, I don't think necessarily even the organization itself has to stay the same. You could run the same idea being like, that's the Pathfinder Society. Yeah, like yeah, it's SCP. Yeah, like that's, you know, that's you don't Del- have to. That's the Delta Green. Right. You, but I like the idea you of run that Starfinder, you can run it. <laughs> and there's like Pop Cthulhu, mm-hmm. which like lets your, let your characters live a little bit mm-hmm. more. So for like a longer form thing, I think Pop Cthulhu is like good to add the rules in. Do you have a, But I think the combo of those would be really cool. Do you have a favorite SCP? Oh, uh, uh, well, you're thinking. I like the. Uh, I can't remember the number of it, but I like the one where it's like the um, the superstore that everybody goes into, and you can't come out. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's basically like um, the Costco. It's, like, a, it's like you go into a Costco. It's like the unlimited Costco, and you go in, and people have like formed societies inside of it. Yeah, the idi- idiocracy is Costco, right? Right, yeah, it, but it's like it, it's it's you can't leave it. Yeah, it, it, the lost. SCP is the fact that it's like a limitless Costco, so you have like all of these resources and like kingdoms and shit have formed inside of it oh, because yeah. you have people that just get trapped inside of it and form Not these really. societies and live their entire lives inside of this limitless Costco. That's some of the goofiest shit yeah. I've ever heard. The Mad Max like, style living that would be in there off the gardening center. Right, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, like exis- existentially terrifying, but kind of funny at the same time. Whoever owns right, the and toilet it's like, area think- is fucking chef's kiss. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and I think there have been in the in the lore of SCP, I think there have been people that have somehow escaped it because it's documented. Ooh. But like the the exits are constantly changing, so it's kind of like Cube, mm-hmm. like the horror movie Cube, oh, the Cube, we love Cube yeah. universe. Yeah. It's kind of like that, where like the exits are are never in the same spot, so mm-hmm. it's really nearly impossible to get out of. Hell yeah! The one that always sticks in my mind—I don't remember the number either—but it is a like one of those stairwells in the middle of a building that that like spirals down kind of in in a square fashion, but it never ends. You can only see a few feet in front of you because of how dim the light is. And you always see a pair of like creepy eyes at the edge of your vision, just staring at you as you descend or go back up. And it's just something that never ends and is really scary. Wow, that's cool. There's the- I would give I would give that environment a bang. <laughs> bang that. They can have that. That's a bang. Bang around no. in that environment. All right. Um, so yeah, that, that sounds great. Uh, next couple questions come from Alex. Three month cruise of madness. Um, I'm gonna go with this <laughs> one Alex. first, and then close on the fun one. This one's for Allard, and I really have no clue what he's talking about here. So maybe <laughs> yeah. fill me in, or don't. Whatever. Um, why do you hate parental figures so much? And that one's for Allard. <laughs> well. When you grow up and your parents love you so much, you just need to (laughs) rebel against it and create a whole different thing than you're used to. No, Uh, (laughs) I just, uh, I thought that I knew that the parental ties of my characters were going to keep them in one place. And 
I knew that second darkness goes all over the place, so I needed to figure out ways to sever their ties to, especially since all my players started with characters from the town of Riddleport where everything starts. Mm-hmm. I needed to I needed to, to sever some some chains somewhere to make them feel like they could leave. And it didn't necessarily all pan out the way I expected it to or wanted it to. And things happen and blah, blah, blah. But it's basically just because I needed them to leave the town. And it's hard to leave the town when you have a happy family that supports you and wants you to just like live and stuff yeah Mm -hmm. i would like to chime in and say like when do you ever have a party that just makes three people with perfect household lives that are you know everyone's like yeah we got both parents we're all good we're happy here Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like absolutely not this is fantasy and and i'll i'll defend myself and say that i one of the familial homes uh i didn't necessarily expect to get rid of <laughs> but because mm-hmm. of the actions of that player, I needed I needed to back it up with something. So uh, I had to I'd tear into the things that they owned or were a part of them that they didn't have on their person. And that the only thing that was available to me for bad guys to attempt to attack was was their family. Fair enough. All right, we're going to close on a high note here. Who on the Dice Crisis is the best kisser? That's also from Eric. Uh, (laughs) Wow. You know, I'm going to give the title of... uh, Not that... Okay, so... (laughs) Hold on. This is... Being from experience. This is is conjecture. I haven't kissed any of my players. I are... Have you heard from... Our HR department... Our HR department would have a field day on this. Mm -hmm. If I I didn't uh, preface it... Precipice. Preface it with with this kind of rant that I I don't actually know. Mm -hmm. But I think I... I think based on the lusciousness of lips around the table, I would give it to Kyle. I think Kyle uh, has the, Kyle, I think yeah. Kyle has yeah. the most luscious of Man, lips. If that's what it comes down table. to, he's got lips for days. He's he's <laughs> the one that you want to kiss. You know, and I think there's something to be said too about the other two players actually having girlfriends and us not. So it's gotta be at least down we're already down to half. So then between Michael and Kyle, yeah, like Kyle has a fiance now, it's and gotta I'm be Kyle. sure well, it doesn't mean he's not I, a good kiss. I've talked to no, Kennedy. That, that no, I, think he, I think they're saying that means uh, he's a good We're obviously bad. Yeah. We are yes. obviously bad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, after conferring with Kennedy about Kyle's abilities, I think that it is Kyle. Probably. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's and good we'll to know. Just leave it like leave it like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If he was here, he might I, claim the trophy, but he's not. So sorry. Yep. Yeah. The way we do it on the HLP is if uh, anybody makes out with any of us, we uh, we have them submit a user survey. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, Survey Monkey. Our iTunes reviews are going to be just kiss reviews for months. Kiss reviews. Mm-hmm. I met the HLP at Origins. Next, next, next con, we're getting so many Three kiss stars. reviews. That's hilarious. Met the, met, the, met the HLP at Origins. Made out with all of them. Here are my rankings. <laughs> Here are my rankings. <laughs> what how bang? How many bangs? How many bangs? <laughs> One wheel on that bus. Uh, all right. Well, hey, it was it was a pleasure having you guys on, and I think we're getting to about the end because if I drink any more bang, my heart is going to stop beating 
against my breastbone <laughs> and just burst through it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I truly feel like my rib cage is going to rupture. So we need to wrap this up. Um, where can people find you guys? Check us out at thedicecrisis.com. From mm-hmm. there, you'll find all of our social medias, which are always at The Dice Crisis, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash the dice crisis podcast uh look for the dice crisis podcast don't look for dice crisis productions uh or whatever that ain't you that ain't you not them (laughs) always have the in front of dice crisis and you'll find us that is true because we are the dice crisis not just (laughs) any dice crisis not presents, not production. Uh, dice Crisis Universe. Yes. Clarify this. Exactly. For so I'd start out with the dicecrisis.com. Yep. Good place to start. Well, yeah, you know, not just having uh, these guys on there because we're good friends and we like them, but uh, I actually think they got a really good show. So oh. uh, you guys do a great job. Congratulations on all your accomplishments and launching your Patreon and stuff. Uh, so exciting to see you guys succeed. You guys rock. Uh, I love you. Wouldn't be here without you. What was that? We love you. What? You always give us this, such glowing praises, Steve, and and then just I, talk I and then just talk your way through not getting it back. So you know mm. you've been a lovely host. We wouldn't be here without you. Thank yes. you so much. Oh my God, I've listened to so many of, of your buses. episodes. Uh, I'm a total Matumbe head and saw freak. So let's get at it, boy. Wow, you bad taste. Oh. <laughs> Could have picked someone well, better. Maybe but... we'll meet up at Origins and maybe we will get at it. We'll see. Um, Kiss reviews coming soon. Another round of bags. Yep. <laughs> Check them out. They're the Dice Crisis. They're amazing. This has been Allard and Eli. You both have succeeded. Your will saves. And uh, hopefully you guys go to sleep tonight because I don't think I will. Yeah. Uh, I think no. I'm just going to roll into tomorrow at this rate with with all the bang. Hey, it's only 1024 for us. Yeah, I have to quote the great Slim Shady. My palms are sweaty <laughs> and that's all. He's weak. Got to pee again. <laughs> I ate spaghetti yeah. before this, so we'll see if it comes out. If on I wasn't my wearing a sweatshirt. Yeah, my, my chest would just be very obviously pounding. So I'm glad we could uh, keep this as an audio cast. <laughs> can't hear me all shake right. well love you all have a good night everybody uh what do you want to say to the folks griffin finish your drinks we'll see you in two weeks later uh, uh.